0: Welcome to episode 214 of Flicks in a Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanzo, with me, forever no waste, the man, the myth, the Jesus Navi, Alessandro Boylesi. Say hello, Al.
1: The way of water has no beginning and no end.
0: I am one with the water, the water is
1: one with me. <laughs> 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 on,
0: on this week's episode, Marvel skips Hall H, Craven the Hunter trailer is dropped for some godforsaken reason, and other news and nuggets, <laughs> all before diving into our Flick of the Week. Avatar, the Way of Water. But first, Al,
1: what are we drinking? We're drinking Bolero Snort Dia Delos Muertos.
0: <laughs> Boo! I said
1: that. I said that well, I, it's, it's not me. I, I said know. it with emphasis to emphasize the fact that it's not just Muertos; it's Mu. It's Muertos. Yeah. Um, All
0: of their beers have the very similar um, shtick. Yeah.
1: Well, it's you know it's it's cow it's. Bull related. They've got a, yep. a Dia de los Muertos type of, you know, skull with like all the, the fancy art yeah. on it. But it's, you know, it's a longhorn, cow, <laughs> well, bull, whatever you want to say. Uh, skull. Uh, all sorts of fun little flowers and scrolls.
0: I think so.
1: Um, in that same styling of that, that Mexican art. Um, it's a horchata cream ale. Now, Anthony, I have a question for you. Mm. What exactly is horchata?
0: It's some sort of creamy rice drink. Okay, because I—I mean, I've seen With the like of... cinnamon.
1: Yeah, but it's, I've only it... had it like
0: made fresh at like a like a, a Mexican restaurant.
1: But isn't it like coconutty too? Isn't it? It
0: canned? may be coconutty. I—I think that there's like a rice base. We're gonna let's get to the bottom of this together.
1: Well, that's what I was asking. I was wondering if you knew. It's one of those things where it's like I'm almost like too embarrassed to ask, but you know this is the (laughs) thing for us. But is it is it basically the Mexican version of of coquito?
0: I don't know, plant based, but sometimes contains animal milk. In Spain, it is made with soaked, ground, and sweetened tiger nuts.
1: (laughs) Do they mean the nuts of a tiger? (laughs)
0: i'm sorry what did you <laughs> watch your mouth uh i thought yeah okay grain, grain, white sorry i my brain i can't read for some reason and it did what i got one of those ad things you know when you're reading something you're like this is exactly what i want and then the page is just gone now
1: yeah
0: all right hang on a second green it's green, long grain white rice sliced almonds cinnamon sticks cold water granulated sugar vanilla and whole milk the long grain white rice is what gives the drink its unique flavor. I I wanted I was like I I was almost certain there was also coconut, but I guess I I I could be wrong. What I remember yeah. from what I had was like it was creamy and delicious, and the cinnamon is what was forward on the flavor. So, so um, I, I mean
1: I guess I'm kind of sort of right, like because that's basically like coquito is coconut, but it's very cinnamony, um, you know. Yeah, there's
0: something about it, though, where the like with coquito, the the coconut is what's giving it the creaminess and the sweetness, like all at once. It's coming from that same type of flavor, whereas this is sweetened because it's that creaminess is coming from the white rice, which has a very interesting effect on the flavor. Hmm. It's yeah, I guess it's it's some similar. I don't know. Let's make a white drink. (laughs) Uh. I mean, they
1: do look similar, like when it's homemade and all so.
0: All I know is I had it once and it was damn delicious.
1: <laughs> okay, I've never actually had horchata. So anyway, this I is take a, you uh, to my
0: little Mexican restaurant in Rutherford, New Jersey, where they have it.
1: Well, I went to the one by me that I really like that has that ridiculous, um, that ridiculous, Bowl of meat. Uh, yeah, which I had, of course. Sure, I feel like I can't not have it. I've had right. things.
0: That I, I I feel the same way about the the restaurant we go to. It's like I could order something different. But I'm also okay with what I get.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I said. Yeah, so I, I don't get that when I order out. Because it's definitely something. It's like fajitas. It's something you want to have when it's served. Because they serve the whole thing is like. Sure. Like, like piping hot. because it, It's an the,
0: experience.
1: Well, not only that. But like. Because they throw the cheese in at the end. and in, in like the middle. In the sauce. And like it melts as it's coming out. Yeah. It. So it wouldn't have the same effect. Or probably not be quite as good if you had it delivered. So I've had their other things when if I've ordered out from there and it's it's mm-hmm. all really good, but when I'm there, I feel like I have to have it. And it's you know, it's kind of fifty fifty whether I'm eating there or ordering it out. So I do get to experience the other things there. Okay. But uh yeah. I did have that this weekend. That's a little early consumption for you considering my consumption.
0: I haven't had some, some I, I haven't had fresh fajitas in a while, like like at an actual place. I that is that's what a my good dad time. always gets. No. Yeah.
1: So this is a horchata-inspired cream ale with cinnamon, vanilla, and milk sugar. Uh, it's, it has come in a pint, which we which we like very much, as it should. Um, as it should.
0: Um, Only six, pints for this show.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it's six point six percent alcohol by volume. It is brewed and canned by Bolero Snort Brewery in Carlstadt, New Jersey, um, and that's about all. I have for you on this can. We talked about the art a little bit already.
0: Yeah. A C- couple things on them. Um, I've had probably, <clears throat> I feel like over the years, maybe like 10 of their beers and they're they not, a, not a miss in the bunch from the ones mm-hmm. that I've had. So this should be good. I'm I think I actually had it when we bought it originally, but I'm pretty sure this is like 14 years old. Um,
1: no, it can't be that old, but I'm pretty sure you did give this to me.
0: Yeah. It's let's see what do we got here. Got tacos? I don't have tacos.
1: 9-27-21. Okay. Not great. Not quite two years.
0: Not great. Um, I always love their can art. I like their Bolero Snort logo. The BS. BSB. Uh, And shout out to putting the little hop upside down. I feel like everybody else likes to throw that hop right side up, or what I assume to be right side up for artistic purposes, but theirs is upside down, and I appreciate it. (laughs) I see you, Bolero Snort.
1: (laughs) I see you. I see you. I'm glad you got it.
0: (laughs) All right. uh, Let's give this one a taste, shall we?
1: Yes. Cheers. Cheers. As
0: expected, it's delicious.
1: It doesn't seem to have suffered for its age.
0: No, not at all. It actually kind of... It weirdly tastes fresh.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Listen, it's... There's a wide range of outcomes with that freshness thing. It's definitely more pronounced with hoppier beers than mm. it is with <clears throat> beers that are not really trying to uh, emphasize. Specifically the aroma, um, the nose of, of a hoppy beer. Uh, if you're just having any other style of beer, it doesn't really matter. And some, like you know, an Imperial Stout or other similar like high alcohol beers with like a lot of residual sweetness those actually get laid down to age like wine like some of them are right. actually better if you leave them sitting around for a year or three now I wouldn't say that for this style per se but um I don't know I mean ales are, are meant to be kind of rugged and and uh for all occasions so I, I don't mm-hmm. think that this wouldn't really suffer for it And the higher alcohol content probably helps to uh goose that along usually a cream ale is more like four or five percent I feel like so
0: yeah this is a uh, this is nice there's Swirl, he this one around. And you see the way the head like really sticks to the glass.
1: Yeah, Does yeah. That I,
0: has to do with the lactose.
1: Probably. I mean, the lactose is what gives you that mouthfeel. Which, yeah,
0: I, I, like. Yeah, it's if, if you're ever wondering, like I, you know, I've gotten into, I've gotten myself into beers, as you know, over the years. I like to try to figure out what it is the hell that I'm tasting. Uh, if you're ever trying to figure out, okay, so what is that characteristic, drink this one. You'll know. It's right there. It is right there. It is the weird, weird, I just bit into a marshmallow uh, mush that is on your mouth as soon as you take a sip of this beer. I, I don't I don't dislike it. It's just it's uh, it's just very apparent in this beer.
1: Yeah, my um my mileage with the lactose variety of it kind of varies. I, I know the lactose. Yeah, um, it's, I don't know, there was the left-hand um, milk stout. Milk stout. The, the first like, milk stout. Two, two or three sips I had of that, I, I really liked. And then I started to get this kind of like, meh feeling. Yeah. Um, but like when you're actually taking a sip of one of these beers, the actual mouthfeel, and I associate it more with oats, beers that are that incorporate oats in the grain bill, typically have like that really creamy mouth feel as well. I feel like I don't get the aftertaste or after feel like, the way I do with lactose, but similar concept,
0: right? Yeah. That one's more upfront. This, this lingers like this is, you feel that like tackiness, like sitting there on, on the roof of your mouth afterwards for a yes. while. Um, and it's just an, ex- like, uh, I don't know. It adds to like the flavor profile and the experience for sure. It's just different. Um, it makes sense, especially for this beer.
1: Yeah, no. To it's, kind of uh, try to capture
0: that experience of drinking horchata, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, it's I, it, it's interesting.
1: I will say I was a little. I mean, I I taste it, and maybe that is the one thing that's kind of suffered for its age, but um, it, not as much on the cinnamon as I kind of expected.
0: I feel like it's as much as you'd want, though.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I In mean, I, I guess I was just expecting it to be accentuated a bit more. Um, I mean it tastes yeah, good I, you I taste, taste it in there.
0: the sweetness you taste the cinnamon I feel like like in that yeah. like in the right right in the middle of the sip
1: I, and you do have to be careful I'm not sure what they did with this I'm guessing they add the cinnamon towards the end um because if you add it too early in the boil it'll actually get bitter
0: that's uh, yeah I was curious about that myself I almost wonder like do you just put do it at the end and let it kind of soak there
1: so what? What I've done the one time, like when I made thats the the uh, Al's Ale's, uh holiday soy Um which Anthony every time gets full name and credit for, I'll never forget it. It might be one of the final <laughs> things I say on my deathbed. Um, but uh, yeah, no. What you do is you usually you put it in a little pouch um, like that, um, like a mesh pouch. Yeah, and you drop it in the last like five minutes or so. A little
0: a little cheesecloth action. Yeah. Cool. Ah, uh, this is this is good. I I like it. I think um, it's for me. I would probably go two thuckles because like I don't, I don't know that that I can go any higher on even this style. Like I would, I like it. I want to drink the one. I'm good with that. Um, but it's there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I feel like that's where it like tops tops out.
1: I realize we're we're probably been too kind. I don't th- since we've established the thuckle system. I don't think either of us have ever gone below zero. Uh, no, we we've, haven't. We've we've maybe not to say. No, we
0: we did we did once. There was a beer somewhere in the midst. What I I didn't finish it. Do you remember that? I just was like I just can't drink this. I don't remember what it was.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what it was. But uh, well, I, so I couldn't remember if that was on the Thuckle scale. If that was still when we were going like zero to five. If that was like mm. a one or something like that. But I'm gonna give this a one Thuckle. I think one Thuckle. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a solid beer. I I probably wouldn't have more than one at a time though. Yeah. Um,
0: no, also, and, uh, it's very it's decadent,
1: a a bit. It's weird because I feel like I don't know if horchata has the same association with the holidays the way that coquito does. But anything, a lot of cinnamon related things, I associate with the holidays because that's like a common part of a lot of that sure. like cuisine and baking and all that stuff. Yeah, um, but it's not that style of beer. It's a cream ale, so it, it's a little bit more versatile. Whereas a lot of those like holiday ales are are very dark and heavy. So it yeah. doesn't have that. It, it does kind of exist a little on its own, which I appreciate its uniqueness. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a solid, solid beer. Uh, I, not that I want to like go seek out having negative suckle beers, but I feel like I need to create a little bit more of a striation in our grading because I think we've, yeah. we've clumped too many in, not to say we yeah. haven't had some really good beers, we have, but I think some of them maybe at least from my, I won't speak for you. For me I may have been a little overly generous in some of these like as if 0 to 4 was the only scale I could give. Yeah, that's fair. Cuz negative that's has fair. such a negative connotation. I I mean it that does. like deliberately. It does. So.
0: Yeah, no, for, for sure. Um I, I like the, I actually like the scale though because even at its worst, beer is pretty good. <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: yeah, well, we <laughs> I feel like got that's gotten lucky. We're We've gotten lucky with um, you know, with, with some of our selections, even well, some of the
0: old and, ones. And, you know, in, in, in our defense, I like, <laughs> we, we, we feel like we got to make a point of not trying to drink something that we think is going to be bad.
1: Sure, if there is a, an element of self-selection. We've talked about that with the movies, too. Like, a lot of the movies we choose are movies like we actively want to see. Not hey, all of them, but a if lot you
0: of them. Wanna, if you want to get some negative thuckles in there, just go to the liquor store, go all the way to the left, you know, where, where the Budweiser is. Oh, okay. Where Budweiser. you're... Where you're, I'm pretty sure I saw a bud, a bud Light orange the other day.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. The so. the thing that really skews me out actually is the, like, the Bud Light, was it the chalada Or is it the Modelo? Uh, one of them. It's, I don't know, it's some sort of fruity concoction in a can that I just mm. I can't. Like, it, it would be a thing that maybe would be fine if it was, like, actually, like, made to be, mm. like, drank, not pre-made and canned. You know what I right, mean? Right,
0: right. Right. Ugh. Gross. Uh cream ale's <laughs> though, as a whole. I feel like on paper, like, oh, they always sound good to me. They always sound like they'd be right up my alley, but I'm Well, they're safe. They take they, they they sound safe. But I feel like I'm not I'm I'm usually like semi like slightly disappointed in them.
1: Well that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a high floor, low ceiling beer. Like mm. the best cream ale, it can only be so good. Like we're like if you compare it against something like an IPA, sure, you have a decent chance of your IPA being worse than the cream ale. But if you get a good one, it's going to be substantially better. Than yeah. The cream like there's only so much like variation within the style that you can really do. That's fair. So there's only so high that that mark can go. It's a, it's a safe option and it's a, it's a, it's an approachable option for someone who doesn't love beer. Just like, yeah, I'll have a beer. like, Cremail is something that's not one of the American loggers that is like designed in a lab to not be rejected. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to be enjoyed, just to not be rejected. (laughs) A cremal will, it is actually made, it's it's like crafted. It's like the difference between art and science. And so there's an appreciation for that, but it's watercolors, right? Like you're not going to get blown away by it. Mm -hmm. But there's an appreciation for the work that went into it and the fact that, like, there's a little something there.
0: Yeah. Nice. All right, man. That was a good one. Let's uh, move into some news and nuggets, shall we?
1: If if you say so.
0: You tell me that Marvel's not going to be at Hall H. So I've heard. I mean... (laughs) I feel like... So you heard? Was it your good friend Alan who told you this?
1: No, no, no. He's a um, he's he's a TV critic. He's, you know, this isn't his
0: beat. He might know.
1: I'm sure he I'm sure he knows, but this isn't like his. He's not breaking news on this subject.
0: I feel like Marvel should be there.
1: Well, okay. here's a story on the Hollywood Reporter.
0: I feel like they need to step it
1: up. Marvel Studios skipping Comic Con's Hall H uh marvel saturday evening panels are often the highlight of san diego comic-con they won't be headed to san diego comic-con for its customary college presentation in july the hollywood reporter has confirmed the disney on studio has long maintained it will only attend to the con when it can truly deliver the con <laughs> <laughs> um, attendees often camp overnight to get a seat in the 6500 hall the rap first reported this news in 2022 marvel studios Boss laid out an expansive slate for its multiverse saga this year's convention to be held july th- uh, 20th through 23rd comes as marvel has pressed pause on a few titles including thunderbolts blade and daredevil born again work is not expected to start up until after the rider strike and as a result disney also pushed back a few of its key films in a release date shuffle announcement last week news comes well
0: i'm day. sorry those those ones that have been paused are they are specifically paused because of the rider strike yes okay
1: Um, The news comes amid a challenging time for Comic-Con, which last year returned to its traditional in-person event after moving largely virtual in 2020 and 2021 amid the coronavirus pandemic. The convention, which at its height can attract around 160,000 attendees, must contend with a writer strike that would prevent showrunners of TV series from sitting on panels to attend their work. It also faces the looming specter of a potential SAG-AFTRA strike, which would prevent actors from attending as well. A SAG-AFTRA strike could begin any time after June 30th, when the union's contract with the studios expire. Although it is skipping Hall H, Marvel Studios will still have a presence on the convention floor, while big panels get much of the attention. Comic Con is also known for creative cosplay and the chance to connect with artists and creators for smaller properties. Cool. So I thought this is an important bit of news, and um, what's somewhat of a slow time right now. Yeah, but. Um, it's not actually, I think, a panic thing. I think the fact that the Rider strike is going on is a pretty valid reason for them to skip out on it. It's also not the first time that they've missed. I mean, they've yearly they are they are considered like the one of one of if not the main attraction mm-hmm. at, at SDCC. But um, it's not the first time. Every few years they do kind of go light if they don't have anything big to show. Um, and the writer strike is is permeating through every phase of all of this. Um, We already know that like big shows that they were in the middle of making in the middle of producing, like actually shooting um, are being put on hold because of this, um, whether directly or indirectly because of the strike. Um, So it makes sense. I mean, people don't like account for this sometimes, but it's not just actively writing the show or even the notes given during filming technically during a strike. Writers are not supposed to promote their work. Right. So that's what Comic-Con is. That's what that's what whole age presentations are. Yeah, that's promotion. fair. So they really can't. Even if they had stuff they wanted to show, they really can't. Like, yeah. I guess Kevin Feige could go up and just be like, hey, here, watch this. But, like, it doesn't have the same heft if you don't have the panels following it up with the directors and the writers and the stars talking about it and helping hype the hype machine start up. So uh it's probably yeah. best to sit this one out, honestly.
0: That's fair. I I wasn't even thinking about it from that perspective, honestly. I completely forgot that the writer's strike was going on.
1: Um, well, cuz we're in that like cold war phase of it where there's not active negotiation, there's nothing big happening. These streamers and 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 stations are starting to ch- just sink their Dip their toes into the water of playing some of what they have produced already, because mm-hmm. you know most of what has been on TV for the last month was already done before the strike anyway, and what's sure. to come, that's largely true as well. Um, I I don't know this for a hundred percent fact, but this is a I feel like a pretty safe assumption. But like last week, I saw them doing a big promotion on Paramount for the fact that they were going to start playing. Off, it was later this month, um, 1883 on Paramount Network. The, <laughs> the broadcast network um, debut because it was a, a Paramount Plus exclusive, right? I have to imagine that was to fill hours with sure, no new program. yeah,
0: that makes sense. The, yeah,
1: because that's what they you do. Like, really I, I actually up. forgot about this because I wasn't watching the show at the time, but during the 2007 or 8, whatever 2008 Rider Strike. Um, CBS ran edited versions of old Dexter episodes. Ha! to Fill airtime and also to push viewership towards Showtime because it's all in the same company. Well, that's all, a
0: feat in editing.
1: Yeah, CBS, like Viacom, is all like the same thing. Showtime's part of that yep. umbrella. And yeah, no, so they had to yeah, obviously <laughs> cut out a lot of the, his goriest kills and all that. Right. And, and, all of language Deb's fucks um yeah. <laughs>
0: but
1: <laughs> they probably took what was you know like 48 or 52 whatever minute episodes and turned them into like 37 minute episodes but when you have nothing else because you're in the middle of shooting a 24 episode sitcom or whatever like you do what you gotta do right the, yeah. it's already been done hmm
0: that's funny yeah, I guess, I mean, that makes sense. So it's, it is the time to focus in on some of those older things that we haven't actually watched yet.
1: Well, there's some new stuff coming out, too. I mean, we could talk about it a bit during consumption, but, like, there's a few shows that just started or were about to start that, like, mm-hmm. even though I haven't started watching them, like, it's stuff I'm looking forward to. Like, it's stuff that was obviously already completed by the time the strike yeah. <clears throat> tipped off. But this is even affecting, I mean, obviously, we're talking about <clears throat> Avatar 2 uh, tonight uh, for the movie. Um they announced last week that was alluded to in the story I just read, uh, they pushed back every one of the sequels one year. Yeah. um, now, I don't know. that probably doesn't have a ton to do with the writer's strike because when this movie came out in December, they, uh, like within like a week or so when they were like talking about, oh, yeah, like we we look we're on the way towards hitting our number, but when we hit the number, that's when we'll officially green light three. They mm-hmm. said, they'd already shot 90% of the principal photography at the time for the movie. So like at this point it's, it's really just, they were expecting, or at least from the outside looking in, I was assuming it was just 18 months of CGI and reshoots. Right. So Mm -hmm. the movie's done functionally, like it's shot. Right. So it was supposed to, it was supposed to be December of 2024. And so now it will be December, 2025. Yeah. Uh, and, And all of them have been pushed back along the line one year because of that, um, just to ma- maintain those windows they have open, um, but that does mean that the final movie is going to air in like twenty
0: thirty one. Yeah, that's fair. The um, I re- vaguely remember one of the topics for this writer strike was uh, like AI. Well,
1: it's one of the big ones. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to AI is not the right word for this stuff, but, it, but computer generated scripts, basically, right? Yeah. It's com- like computer assisted writing. Um, what uh, you had mentioned the sag
1: sag aftra P- it's the, potential... the screen actors guild yeah um, i actually i'm not i sag is the screen actors guild i don't actually know what aftra stands for i just i know that those two things go together uh we can look at acting federation
0: of acting
1: <laughs> this is like dodge, dodge yeah dodge, dodge. <laughs> uh
0: but do we have any idea what that's
1: about well, this is something that's been, see, American, you're good, you're good there. American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. Um,
0: but, oh, I put an A after the F? I don't know what I was doing. You did. Huh.
1: Um, it's okay. What is it? American Federation of Television and Radio Artists.
0: Television and Radio Artists. Cool.
1: But, uh, so, yeah, no, this has been one of the things since the beginning of when the writer strike was looming and then, like, initially ticked off was the talk of the fact that, these contracts almost entirely overlap with the SAG-AFTRA and the Directors Guild, I think, as well. So mm. not I didn't realize it was that close. I assumed that they meant like, I don't know, six or 12 months from now, not like six or 12 weeks from now when gotcha. they were first talking about it. So yeah, no, they they already, I believe, voted to authorize a strike, but that won't commence until like another week or two from now, I think. So um, gotcha. I, I, I was curious if
0: it if it was that. like for similar reasons, like you know, could like is it okay for us to still have James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader for the next four hundred years, like something like that?
1: That's already that's already happened. He's not doing the voice anymore. No, no I, not, I
0: know, but like, is do, I as, I wonder if that's like kind of if that, if it was going to be like a similar topic to like the writing thing, or if there was something is. else.
1: They, there have been talks about the concerns. Uh, I think coincidentally, it might have started with. Um, that, that concert, like whatever it was 10 years ago with, with Tupac was on mm-hmm. the stage as a hologram and Michael Jackson was like six months later or something like that. Or I yeah. might be having the, the backwards or whatever. Um, and then actually it's funny. I, I didn't really think about it at the time because to me, it was such a technical Marvel. I I was stunned by it, but Rogue One, when they, yeah. um, when they, they grafted over a, a, a real life human being, the face of Peter Cushing to, be Moff Tarkin which I thought was, was fascinating they did a great yeah. job of keeping it under wraps I thought it was really co- like a cool idea but I, I could also understand it's concerning I mean certainly you would have to get sign off from an actor to do it
0: which mm-hmm.
1: uh, has been happening I mean, Mark Hamill did it for the for the Mandalorian um, but and and he I guess signed away his vo- vocal rights as well and I think James Earl Jones has as well makes a little more sense with him at his age he's in his 90s sure um, but uh, it's a it is a little concerning that they could do all that. But yeah, that that is part of the sag After thing as well. Is they don't they don't mm-hmm. want to be replaced. I remember it's probably six or seven years ago now. There there was jokes about it on or no. So when was when of the finale of BoJack Horseman run? Was that like three years ago? Um, they there was he was shooting a a, uh, a movie. I don't know if it was. Sea biscuit or something like that, you know, because you know he was a horse. He was playing a sure. was play a famous horse, and um, they wanted to do reshoots, and he was fighting with the pr- production staff, and they're like, "Oh no, it's fine. We'll just do it in hologram," you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something that's been. I mean, that show was extremely inside Hollywood, and some of it was a platform for them talking about some of their gripes or their fears. Um, and that was that's one of them. It's been on their minds for a long time.
0: Sure. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's I don't know something like that. It's it's obviously a complicated topic, but like in my mind, there's a difference between like bringing back a character that they can't bring back in the other way because they're trying to fill something in that time, and it's a nice nod and homage to the character and the performance and all that. And it's like, I think I think that's really cool. Like, yeah. there, I don't, nobody's losing a job over that scene. Like, is is, is what I'm getting out. But like, no, I mean the guy who was. See-
1: the guy who was grafted over was getting paid, too. Probably not as much as if he was actually the character, but, like, right. you know, he was getting paid something.
0: But, like, at the same... But it's, like, you know, doing that versus, like, doing, like, a whole movie where, like, all of the cast is a bunch of people that have passed away. Like, that yeah. would be... That feels weird. Well, so, um, I,
1: I think part of the thing is, in the writer strike and the actor's strike, imminent one, um, I... It's not even from what I understand, at least that's what they're saying, right? Maybe the way they're behaving is different, but the way they're saying, it's not even that they're saying, no, absolutely not. You can't do this at all. From what I
0: understand,
1: yeah. From what I understand, it's, it's about the studios and they've done this several times over like other issues in, in previous strikes. The writers and then the actors too, in this case are asking, can we codify what, all of the different ways that you can and cannot use it, Mm -hmm. whose permissions you need to get before you do or don't use it, and the studios are like, ah, no, we'll just, you can trust us, we won't fuck you guys over. And it's like, no, no, none of them to the best of my knowledge are saying absolutely not, never, you can't use it. It's just, we need to negotiate what the rules are. (laughs) Exactly. You know, in the case of a computer generated script, right? It's not to say that you can never use it, but we need to hammer out what are the specific applications
0: mm-hmm.
1: when and where and why will they be used? Yeah. That's important. Like you, you do that. That is the point of collective bargaining. You need to set the agenda, the rules what sure. will and won't be done with this.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. Anyway, I hope for swift conclusion on all of these fronts. Um,
1: well, considering selfishly this, this, well, sure. Um, Considering that this the sag after strike is gonna follow up on the WGA strike, like it, I have to imagine that's gonna probably make things worse. Yeah, whether or not it makes it longer or shorter, actually, I suspect that ultimately it'll make things shorter. Not to say that it'll be over soon, but if you have like two of the three main guilds not working in any way, shape, or form. Good luck making anything. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Um, cool. Well, we'll see where that goes, I guess, over the coming weeks. I wonder if they'll be off their strike before we go on ours. Uh, <laughs> they won't. <laughs> cra- uh, my autocomplete turned this one into Kraken the Hunter Trail. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, what? What? I- <laughs> <laughs> Which is supposed to be Craven the Hunter trailer. <laughs> Crack what do you what do you what are your thoughts on cracking the Hunter trail? I uh Alright. Al told me about this moments before we started recording, so I watched the trailer. Uh, I-, I watched a red band trailer. Is that what you saw?
1: Um I I cannot confirm 100%, but considering, spoiler alert, someone's nose got bit off and sticking into mm-hmm. the camera, I'm assuming so.
0: probably the red band trailer. Um If not, we have a whole other set of problems to deal with. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks... It's... um, oh, it looks so bad. It looks so bad. Like, just not good. Uh, and I don't... I don't want it. So... And that's that's where I stand.
1: I want to not hate it, because... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess like I like to like things. Sure, and like huh. I, I I like Aaron Taylor Johnson. He seems yeah. fun. Like yeah. you know, he's he's done he's, a decent job in other things.
0: He's all over this goddamn universe.
1: That's true too. Um, <laughs> but like I don't know. Like we liked him in Bullet Train, right? Yeah, of course. Kick um, ass. I still haven't seen it. Um, we liked him in his small role in Tenet. Um, yeah, his so, accent. O'Connor? Age of Ultron? Well, I was going to say, his accent was terrible, but he was solid in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely shocking death. I wasn't expecting that. Um, It's great.
0: No one would ever know. I I love that scene where guy is aiming at his back.
1: (laughs) So good. Um, Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I'm rooting for him, but this doesn't look good. Um, I am curious why Russell Crowe is doing a Russian accent. I just...
0: I'm curious why Russell Crowe. Like, just I'm gonna stop there.
1: Why Russell Crowe?
0: Generally, <laughs> why Russell Crowe. <laughs> just I don't know lately. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll raise you one. Why Russell Crowe? <laughs> why? Russell, why is Gamora? <laughs> uh, yeah. also an- another guy who's all over the yeah, hey, he's, he's crossing,
0: he's uh, crossing MCU boundaries. It's uh.
1: See, I don't know. He kind of entertained me in Thor. No, he
0: was there. he was good, and he was he was. I mean, like, he was over the top, but intentionally yeah, but I, I so. Like, <laughs> it was. That is what we wanted. Uh, it was it was very silly. Uh, but he. I don't think that they had him bring it back down to reality for this role for, oh, for what I can see.
1: No. Uh,
0: and I just don't understand like it, the plot seems so fucking boring
1: <laughs> from, <laughs> from the trailer. Uh, I, th- there's one moment in there when he was just like, eh, he's weak. Just leave him. That, yeah. is, your, that is your son.
0: That is your son. <laughs> He's weak, not not just he's weak like his mother. Yes, who says, whom who she also leave
1: left to die, I guess. Yeah, sent well, okay, like to die. I yeah, like well,
0: she didn't die on screen, at least as far as I know. So she'll be back. Um,
1: <laughs> I I don't like. I don't.
0: Here's the thing. You know what? This is coming off of the heels of uh, uh, all of the game announcements the past few w- week or so, where they did this Spider Man Two game trailer. Where yeah. Craven was introduced, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool! Most Dangerous Game. Like, I, what is going on? Like, this is interesting." And then they did this. I was like, "What the? Fuck? What are these? Are they reading the same books? what is what, what happened?" I feel like one person read the source material, and the other one had it was like was like half listening mm-hmm. while that person was giving them a the summary, <laughs> and, and then they got to greenlight a movie. <laughs>
1: It's funny because, like, going back for whatever reason, I like Batman and Spider Man were probably the ones I, I knew more of the villains of than others. Mm-hmm. It, probably uh, part of it certainly was from watching those cartoons when I was younger. Sure. Um, but even just like in the public lexicon, I feel like there was a little bit more about it. Yeah. Um, I really liked some of those Spider Man games that came out in like the early oh, yeah. 2000s. So that was part Spider-Man, of it. Spider Man, the
0: movie, the game, too?
1: Yeah, fantastic game. One of my favorite games of all Net- time. Um but I it's weird because it seems like Craven is kind of a important character in the Spider-Man Nemesisness.
0: Yeah, um, I I I I don't know much about it. I just I I I know of the name in the space. That's all I know. And then what I saw from that actual game trailer, which looked amazing. I I I don't remember much about him from. I feel like I'm, I'm sure I, I've seen him in a cartoon or two.
1: I must have seen him in a cartoon. I yeah. don't remember him being in any of the games, so I really don't know much about him. I, I, will I actually say, vividly remember a cartoon with him, but yeah, I, but I don't remember. Was like, he wearing the with leopard skin or something like that? No, he's got like for, a he's got like a very furry, furry rough. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's got like that little. What is it like a tooth?
1: That he's yeah, around okay. around his neck. Yeah, I can visualize him, but I, I don't recall anything about him other than yeah. that.
0: It's like, is um, he a lion? Is he a man? Like, I gotta dude. be honest.
1: I I do dig the name Craven the Hunter. So yeah. it's a fantastic name. Yeah, especially considering Craven means coward. But cracking like, the hunter trail. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cra-
0: <laughs>
1: Craven too, cracking the hunter trail. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. So what he just. It doesn't even say that he uses the senses of animals. It, he uses the animals to?
0: Yeah, I don't die. know the logistics. So the way that and that's why I'm saying, like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? Like especially, you know what? There's no excuse either because Sony is making the game. <laughs> like I, insomniac makes the game, but like Sony's pulling the strings. Like in the game, it's like this he's like just this incredible hunter. He can track anything. He's looking for the next big challenge, and it's there. It's getting more and more crazy. The things that he's hunting. This, I was like, what? Like, what? I I honestly, I, I have no clue what's going on.
1: I mean, this one looked like just a standard revenge plot. (laughs) Haunted past. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he's got a haunted (laughs) past. Uh, uh Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not like do they do they comp, do they compartmentalize in Sony like the the games people aren't allowed to talk to the the movie people. I'm just it picturing,
0: must, that must, it must be something along those lines.
1: I'm picturing some like shadowy studio exec saying, "We need more Craven," and like they only gave the information to the video game guys, and then like the movie guys were like, "Wait, oh shit, we were supposed to we were supposed to do that too," and then uh, now for some reason I'm picturing the Eric Andre from. The Eric Andre show, where he's standing outside the White House screaming, "Let me in!" Yeah, yeah, and like the movie guys aren't giving him any answers. <laughs> no, The, the, the uh, movie guys aren't giving him any
0: answers. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on over there. Like, it's so it's such a mystery to me. Like, how it's just so off the rail. And you, you know, you. I think, I think this was before we started, before we hit record. But you were just like, you can make tons of money. Off, just let somebody. Let just let. Somebody else maintain the rights, give permission, problem solved.
1: (laughs) Have your input, have your, you know, set the agenda. Hey, we want a Craven movie this year. We want a, I don't know, shocker movie three years from now. Um, But let Feige and the MCU do the work. Like, they are the ones who, like, not to say they've gotten everything perfect, but like, they got all the Spider Man stuff right. All yeah. those three movies are really, really good.
0: They were, like, with the Spider-Man stuff, they were, like, Marvel's, like, basically strong-armed them because, like, look, look we are dominating this space. So, like, let's go. Like, we give us Spider-Man. We have, we have plans. Oh, I'm and sure they threw gobs Sony, of cash at them. Sony was like, okay, but you got to give us all this money. And you got to make it say Sony first on the screen. And Marvel was like, okay, baby birds, we'll feed you. <laughs> and then as soon as the music started, everyone was like, Oh, Sony had nothing to do
1: with this. <laughs> oh, so I think wait, wait, Rhino was in this trailer, right? It was in oh my God. With a uh, weird fucking arm. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was like the final second of the trailer. Is like, yeah. what do you want to see why they call me the Rhino or whatever the hell he said. Yeah, and then his something. arm started getting scaly. And I was like, well, that's weird because not scales. Um, And yeah, then sure, I,
1: it's a, it's a hide, right? It's, it's a, a hide. hide. Is that or what was growing on him? No, no. I'm like a rhino has a hide. Yeah, no, sure, has, those sure.
0: Those look like scales. It looked more like he was turning into the lizard, but
1: yeah, it's not a reptile. Regardless. A so,
0: um, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I have no idea. I just don't like they're polluting this space, and like I feel like Marvel had create has created such a a perfect situation of like how to bring things into the fold, and everybody at Sony is just like high as a fucking kite making movies and they're just like how are you gonna fit this one in and like <laughs> it's just such bullshit and marvel will figure it out i was just like oh i was at the end of um what was it the end of no way home where we saw tom hardy and yeah. his little Sim. Symbi- i was like cool but also like you gotta keep that shit at arm's length like it's not <laughs> like it's it doesn't. It has no business in the MCU. It should be. They should. I just hope that at some point, like Loki, just wipes out that that multiverse, really
1: <laughs> like nice. section. Um. Also, like, I guess they're just gonna ruin the fledgling career of Oscar winner Ariana DeBose. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, I feel I feel bad for her. Why would she how, do this? why would she, why would her how, agent let her do this?
0: Somebody's got something on her. That's how. That's something. You I don't think do, you don't to, do this one by choice.
1: I think she just needs to fire her agent. Like, why would they yeah, let her that's... do this? Like, hey, so, you oh, want sorry. Some, do you want some of that superhero money? Sure. I think I'm, he, I'm an Oscar winner. I I could probably book anything, right? Yeah, we, I think that's something for you.
0: Somebody has something on her agent. That's what it is. Sure, that's what it is. Um, yeah, because Jesus. It's like, like you, I, 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 I'm, you read, you, paid, I'm but... sure she read like that first page of the script and it's like, what the fuck <laughs> did I get myself into? It? It's bad, man. It's bad. I encourage you all to watch the trailer for Kraken, the Hunter Trail. It's, <laughs> it's really, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, a you know, it's funny. It starts off and I'm like, yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Did I get that right?
1: Yes.
0: I'm like, yeah, love it. Great. Let's see where this goes. Okay, Kraken. I only recently remembered Craven because of the Spider-Man 2 thing that I saw. Okay, cool. Let's see where this is going. Uh, character seems interesting. This doesn't seem even remotely the same. What are they doing? What's <laughs> happening here? You have a sibling. The sibling's dead. Are you the, the sibling's dead? The father's crazy. The mother's all gone. What are we... This is just a... This, this script was written by AI. I know it was because this is just a whole bunch of movies that like if you said make me a superhero movie. Um, And then you said, and like, you know, chat GPC spit out a script and then it was like, no, no, no. A little bit more bad. It would do this. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's what you'd get. It's not, it's terrible. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry,
1: Sorry, after your struggles with both SAG-AFTRA and Aaron Terrell, Taylor Johnson, Mm -hmm. now I'm thinking SAG-Aaron Teller Johnson. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh goodness! I there's there's no more news. Let's get into some consumption. What are you consuming? <laughs>
1: um. So I only really have one main uh <laughs> consumption note here. <laughs> um. So this past Friday was the debut of Extraction Two on Netflix. I Hems is that a Hemsworth? Yeah, the Hemsworth one would say. Uh, the Hemsworth. Yeah.
0: Damn.
1: Well, it's I mean it's Thor, you know. Okay. So. I would say he Which one,
0: the one is the Jonas brother?
1: What one of the Hemsworth is the Jonas? No,
0: I'm just saying I, you I, there's multiple Hemsworths oh. and you're saying this one's the Hemsworth. I'm curious who is the Jonas.
1: The one who acts? It's got to be the one who acts. Which one acts? The one who was been in the um Shumanji movies? Don't yeah. ask me to say Well, he names.
0: was Nick, Nick was going to be my choice.
1: Okay. I, I I
0: listen, I've seen Nick Jonas in concert and he I, was incredible. <laughs> I know
1: that there is there's a Joe and a Nick and a third one. Um don't ask me to assign which name Kev, goes
0: to which is it is it, brother. is it a Kevin? Sure, if you say so.
1: That's a guess. I think I'm right. I know that Joe is one, I know that Nick is one. I don't know which name goes to which brother. The one who acts I, occasionally.
0: I know which one he's is the, Nick. He's the I best. know that the other one's name that we know is the person that stands in the front. Sure. And then there's the other one that we forget about. And I think I want to say his name is Kevin.
1: Just like the Hemsworths. There's Chris and there's Liam. And then there's one from Westworld. Luke. Yeah, sure. Right? I think think there's also a secret fourth one, too. The the
0: ever-elusive
1: fourth Hemsworth? (laughs) Yeah, just like the secret fourth Baldwin. Right. Right. What is it?
0: Uh... What are their
1: names? Alec. There's Alec, there's Steven, there's Billy, and then there's secretly the fourth one, Daniel. Bobby. <laughs> Billy
0: Bobby Baldwin. <laughs> yes. Dan- Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> oh, man. What were we talking about? Extraction 2. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the first one? Uh, did we do that for the show? I want to say we did it on the
1: show. <laughs> it's possible. It'll I remember... Your brother. Was he part of it? Maybe. I, I watched it with him, the first one, for sure. But I think, he I think we did
0: it. I think so. I want to say he was.
1: So it's funny. So spoiler alert for Extraction 1. I won't spoil Extraction. Spoiler for Extraction 1, which came out in 2020. Remember, high of the pandemic, looking for something to do. We watched that. Mm-hmm. Not big on Netflix movies, but we watched that.
0: Um, you want to talk about scripts written by an algorithm?
1: <laughs> well, we've had that joke. I, I know <laughs> yeah. we talked about it multiple times. It's not just the box. scripts.
0: It's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, we we talked about it a lot during the Bird Box episode. Like that was, Inclu-
0: that was <laughs> not yeah. limited to the naming of the movie.
1: <laughs> sure, um, I need mean, two words: Bird Box. <laughs> All right, it's fine. <laughs> so, spoilers for Extraction One. What I recall of that movie is many bullets and explosions. Chris Hemsworth's character is named Tyler Rake, and he killed someone with a rake, and that made me very happy. And the end of that movie, I remember him going across a bridge, getting shot in the neck, falling, and drowning. Only things I remember from me. So imagine my surprise a few weeks ago when I saw Extraction 2 coming soon. I'm like, no, he, he definitely died. He for sure died.
0: I didn't see this movie.
1: Okay. Spoiler alert for Extraction. that's It's
0: fine. Um, I don't think I'm missing anything. I'll watch it. I don't think I'm missing anything. I'm trying, but now <laughs> my mind is free. What am I thinking? What movie am I thinking about? It wasn't Netflix special. You're talking about Triple Frontier. That sounds right.
1: Isn't that what it was?
0: Yeah, that you also sounds was, like a was, made up name from a fucking. You know, uh, once you do those a, the fortune cookie thing, the fortune <laughs> not fortune cookie <laughs> things, but like yes. the the fold flap thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that thing called? Fortune I'm teller. This, I think sure. it's called a fortune teller. Might be. anyway. Um, you do that and you get Triple Frontier.
1: That was the one with Oscar Isaac and Ben Affleck and was Pedro Pascal also in that?
0: Did I see this movie?
1: We we did Triple Frontier on the on the show. That I, I okay.
0: right All right. uh Pedro Pascal isn't is in that movie, yes. Uh okay, yep, 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 yep. I think I think that, this is what I'm thinking about. That was the Didn't movie they, that, like end up isn't like they get turned on by one of their own men trying to steal money or something. Is that this that, movie? Pff,
1: I don't know. I just remember we trying to steal some money in like Argentina or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the movie I'm thinking of. I didn't see Extraction. Okay. Back to your story.
1: <laughs> anyway, Extraction Two comes out despite the fact that he 100% dies in the end of that movie. Sure. And I was like, okay, like, like honestly, who cares though? Like, whatever.
0: Just handling that um, away.
1: Yeah. No, and they do in the first five minutes they they explain away how he survived. Um, sure. And it was really just like somehow he didn't drown or bleed out from his throat.
0: He fell off of the bridge into the Fountain of Youth.
1: No, he fall he falls into the bottom of a river and is under the water for quite some time, but washes up to shore and somehow gets to a hospital and is in a coma for five years and then wakes up. That's the sure. first five minutes of the movie. Um, so yeah, no, I just, I watched this movie. Um, neither of them is heavy on dialogue, although this one has a lot of exposition in Georgian. And when I say Georgian, I mean the country of, not the state of. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It, the the one thing I'll say is if you like, you know, eighty percent of John Wick action, then this is the movie for you. Yeah, it, it's a lot of shooting and stabbing and kicking. Uh, and I, I don't know.
0: And I feel like that maybe undermines John Wick because there is something wonderful about the choreography. Of that oh movie. the
1: choreography is good in this. It's, okay. a, it's a little bit more reliant, I think, on CGI mm-hmm. in some of the fight scenes. But uh, no, I'm saying it's 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 bargain bin john wick is is what i'm saying okay i got you it's if you want that sweet sweet john wick experience but at only 10 percent the cost attraction
0: you want that sweet sweet sticky wiki (laughs) 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 all right well i don't know if you want to do that at some point i guess we could watch that yeah i mean
1: definitely not advocating just like it was the thing i consumed in the past sure no seven days since we recorded and um yeah, it was, it's fun. It was a, it's a big, it. it's a big dumb action movie. Whatever.
0: Um, moments before we recorded, I finished the fourth and I don't know, maybe final season of Never Have I Ever. If you are not familiar with that show, I'm sure we've talked about it before because I've been watching it over. I'm, the years.
1: I'm only kind of joking in the sense of like Vampire Hunter. You've talked about the show before, but I don't recall like <laughs> detail about
0: it. Uh, so. It's about a girl and her friends in high school, and uh, it, it's a lot more complicated than that. Her father dies when she's in her fresh... Wait, talk year.
1: about hand waving. It's a lot more complicated.
0: Than yeah, I'm this to, girl in high school with her friends.
1: There's, there's complexity to it. The, the,
0: the thing is, it's not so much about like <laughs> the stories. The story is good, and the like her history is good is great. Like and like where it's going, and like how she's like. Growing up through the four years of the show, but it's really like the chemistry. It's 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 so much greater than the sum of its parts.
1: What it's, I'm hearing it, here, what I'm hearing is high school's a really serious time. <laughs> These problems matter. Basically, uh,
0: no, but, but, but more more genuine. Um, I don't know. It's very very funny, and uh, the characters are so lovable, and it's just it's like it's such a it's such an easy binge. Like we watched the the last season in like two nights. They're like twenty six to thirty minute episodes. They're excellent, and um, it was a buy for like you know. And that's all for now. At the end, like like uh, kind of open like they could do more if they wanted to, I guess. But it ended with them leaving high school. So like it feels like the perfect time for it to be over. It's narrated by Johnny McEnroe. It's <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't imagine John McEnroe narrating a, a, it's a, great. a high school television show. It is great. It's Wait, such are you a weird.
0: I'm, I'm Dead serious.
1: Now I want to watch the show just for that. You that have to sounds because
0: hilarious. it is like the the reasoning behind it is 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 great, and it could have just been like a one-off thing that they did for the first episode, but no, they did it for four seasons.
1: I feel like you're you're Pulling a prank on me right
0: now. <laughs> no. No. It's absolutely John McAvoy. This is shocking. It's great. And I think you should watch it. Um, something that. I uh, want to just find it, if there's gee, a video. She would probably online. love it. So you could watch it with her. She'll, you guys will get through it really quick.
1: I want to see if there's a compilation online of someone just pulling all of his narration. I don't want to watch the show. I just want to hear all the clips of him narrating. No, it's. it's I think it's so you do incongruous. Watch it. Uh,
0: but you, you do want to watch it because the way that. What's called cool he, he jumps in when something's happening. Like his voice jumps in, like to, like, almost to, like, scold the main character sometimes. It's pretty really great. What's it
1: called again? <laughs> I already forgot the
0: name. Uh, Never Have I Ever.
1: That's right.
0: And it's a great shtick in that the show is called Never Have I Ever, and then every episode is, like, dot, 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 and a thing. Ah. Oh. And it's really good. It's I really. I like a show having it's,
1: a, a title theme.
0: Yeah. Like the Friends, the yeah. one with. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that too. But this is good, and uh, I don't know. It's wholesome. It's it's heartfelt. It's funny. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's just really. It's just a really. It's a great. It, it's a great note. Like it's just a great show. I, I can't. I can't live and, like, stress enough. Like that. Like if you really just want something, kind of chill to watch, high quality, great chemistry, great performances, well written, very heartfelt. It's give it a go.
1: Is it like a Dramedy, Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so like a parenthood-esque thing? Yeah.
0: Like, okay. in, in that... Well, yeah. Yes. Fewer... I feel like there are fewer characters, so the stories are allowed to be a little bit more tight and centrally focused around Davey, who is the main character. Um, but, yeah.
1: So, the politician? Mm, not... As
0: outlandish as The Politician, though. Okay. More grounded. Okay. Oh. No random singing.
1: <laughs> We're not just going to break out and do... What, uh, what? what was the thing in that show? And I was
0: good in it. The, head, the Native American
1: headdress. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Hat. We came up with a Native American headdress before we came up with Hat. That's from How I Met Your Mother, if you've ever seen that episode. No. <laughs>
1: um
0: anyway, never have I ever done. Outer Banks finished the fourth season, third season. Burned through that. Um interesting interesting end to that season in that it closed it finished, like it, it like finished the stories that they've been telling this whole time. Everything's wrapped up. And something new was introduced. I was like, oh god, how many scenes are we gonna go on this quest for? Uh, but I'm here for it. It's nonsense. Uh Outer Banks not like it's I it captures my attention. I it's a guilty pleasure for sure. Not not a good show, um, but has my attention. Never have I ever so heard. a very good show. Uh also watching Platonic, which is just mm. another I've, Apple TV home run it's great again uh one of the biggest things for me i think with television is when your characters really feel like they belong together like and they have that chemistry that's what makes a uh, like a television show for me like and they they just nailed that also we, we already knew that seth rogan and rose byrne
1: yeah, well, Iron? that's what I was gonna say. That's you know, again, they, I don't think the Australians <laughs> pronounce it differently than us, but <laughs> I just don't know name? how to say it. Before whatever it was, I, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Burn. It's been right. Burn for every other person who's seen that last name for. So, All right. um,
0: cool. I don't know any Burns. Then,
1: I mean, I don't know any personally. All
0: right, anyway, Platonic's great. We
1: we 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 know this about Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen. They they have chemistry. They're good too. Mm-hmm. The, the they're. And they
0: didn't skip a beat getting into this into the, uh, di- like it's a different role like they have a completely different relationship in this in this show but they they click so well
1: they just they do good banter like uh, yep. we've seen that in the neighbors movies it's like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson like they yep. they just they banter well too. you sandbagging son of a bitch
0: <laughs> uh, and pretty excited about this one Outlander has returned oh so. I forgot
1: that you watched that
0: getting into that. Were, I think it was just one episode so far, but so far so good. I will say, I do miss the Scottish setting of the early seasons. Uh, well I'm a little Scotland. bit over the American Revolution, and it's barely begun. <laughs> oh, well.
1: I didn't realize that they left the friendly confines of Scotland.
0: Oh place. yeah, yeah, they've been all over the place. Okay, but um, anyway, that's been good. And then, well,
1: well it's not inlander.
0: It's fair. Um I hate you. There's one. <laughs> I have a, one more note. I'm curious how you, what your reaction to this is going to be. We'll set the stage. Um, it was early, earlier this year, early this year, maybe January or around that time. Um, Demi Lovato tickets went on sale. Kim is a big Demi Lovato fan. Um, we we just like, I, I was just like, I'm just going to buy tickets to this thing. They're a little bit pricier than they seem like they should be, but. This whole house stuff isn't working out, so we're just like, let's just... I was just like, I'm just going to buy these expensive tickets on a whim, and we're going to go to the show. It's everything. The show.
1: I'm going to the Yankee game this weekend, and... Well, assuming it doesn't get rained out, and it's like, the tickets are just they're too expensive.
0: It's stupid. Uh, the
1: show is at the Stone Pony
0: Summer Stage. You've been to the Stone Pony Summer Stage.
1: I dig that venue. It's a good venue.
0: The tickets were over $100 a piece, which, for a big name, is... is yeah. Fair. Okay. Um considering it's only general admission, so yeah. all tickets are the same price, blah blah yeah. blah. It says six thirty on the tickets. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Um probably won't start till like eight or so, right? Um day of looking up some more information and it says doors open at six, music from eight to ten. I was like, that, that doesn't seem that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem like enough time for the cost of these tickets. Um, surely, an opener, a break, another opener, a break, the headline.
1: Right. Honestly, I and I'm not an expert on this, but mm-hmm. not every pop star has openers. Hmm.
0: I will say that I I have been to a lot of concerts in my life, and there has been a number of times they've been like, "Hey, maybe we'll just get the headliner," and. Fool me once, <laughs> and it's never been the case.
1: I'm just saying, uh, like, no, with 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 rock bands, they they tend to have openers. Sometimes, like a lot of them. That show mm-hmm. we went to last summer was yep. advertised as two bands. Like, and they we were bought like the tickets. Yeah, I knew there was going to be a third one before we went, and there was four. there was a fourth, which makes <laughs> sense. There's which generally is cool. four.
0: There's de- generally three to four acts when you go to a concert. It's generally. Stanford.
1: But for, um, for Rock, I sometimes pop stars don't do open. well.
0: Okay, actually, in my defense, I have also seen her before, okay, and there I are openers. Not. So, um, anyway, we get there, we're like, okay, well, we don't need to be there if there are like, we also don't really care too much about them, it's just more of the idea. I okay. was just like, well, yeah, you don't
1: need to be there at six, you don't need yeah, there so to So, we're like, we're course.
0: gonna go, we're, we're like, you know, we're actually gonna head out at six, we're gonna go have dinner, and going to go to the show we'll try to get there around the time that hopefully the music's starting uh, because we don't really want to stand around wait we just want to go see a show. Yeah. So we get there we get there like just before 8. So like okay cool. We're like right on time, right? Music's supposed to start at 8 8:10 8:20 8:30 8:35 finally something starts to happen. And it's just her. She comes out. It's like, whoa, well, okay, well I guess we're doing this. Just a single act. Cool." Off the stage before 10. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, That doesn't feel right.
1: Well, especially when you hear like the stories about like like some of these shows that like Taylor she's putting on, where she's on stage for like three hours. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, sure, like you're you're mortgaging your house to go see her show, but like insofar as at that price, one can get their money's worth. Like you're yeah. getting it from what I've heard. Like, right. I, I haven't been to one of her shows, but that's what I've heard.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I was just I I was. Uh... As much as I was also like glad to not be there for like a, too long, we were both exhausted. Um, so what was going on between
1: right? six and eight then? Nothing. So why do they have doors two hours before the show?
0: To sell drinks, probably.
1: <laughs> I don't begrudge them that. It's just like usually yeah. there's something.
0: No, there there's legitimately nothing. Um, so that was because usually if you have if you have doors really like
1: that early, that means you're that usually means you're having to open.
0: Right, you put some people on early, like even yeah. if they're like small sets, local bands, whatever. But no, there was nothing.
1: Or even like a DJ or something. Yeah,
0: DJ. No, no, nope, nothing of the sort. Uh, rub, me, rub me the wrong way. Was it, no, uh,
1: that's that was it's that she
0: has like a pretty deep catalog. Like where, like I don't know, she could have played for two hours, like and yeah. you know, gotten into some of those. But no,
1: it was just a really weirdly
0: short show, and I was like, that was odd. Um. I didn't know what to do with that. That's just that's just what happened.
1: No, it's it's annoying when you you know see stuff like that. Like you know, I, I've I've heard stories like that where you know you have a a band or an act like that shows up really late and then they like don't want to be there. It yeah. seems like
0: yeah, um, I I got I did get vibes. I was wondering if like they were supposed to be on earlier and like there was some tension somewhere. Like that. I got it seemed a little clunky. Like the audience interaction, it all seemed clunky. And then she kept um, saying that she's like, like, Jersey, your energy is unmatched. And like she couldn't find anything else to say to the audience, so she like kinda said that multiple times. And later on in the show
1: dice roll too many times.
0: Yeah. Later on in the show she asked how everybody was feeling, and the guy next to us yelled out unmatched, and
1: (laughs) me and Kim lost it. (laughs) (laughs) That's good that's good it's great when you like when you make that connection with someone yeah. intentionally or unintentionally <laughs> where it's like you think you like not to say like you're like you know you're like smarter or more discerning than anyone else but it's like when something sticks with you yeah. you're like am I being weird or does, is this resonating with anyone else and then to find that one, at least one other person is like also like it's getting weird now that you keep doing this thing because <laughs> that validation is always nice
0: yeah yeah it was good uh, do you have anything else for consumption?
1: No, just like some future stuff. I, I know we talked about it in the last episode, like just like some stuff coming up, and I think I had either forgotten some or didn't write down whatever, but like I know like, the, the Witcher is, is imminent, I guess, and mm. um, I didn't realize that the new season of Jack Ryan, the final season of Jack Ryan is coming out. I still haven't watched the last season. Is this say um, third, fourth? This is the fourth coming. Fourth out. season. Uh, the Righteous Gemstones just started. I haven't had a chance to start, but I'm excited for the new season of that. It's funny. Hmm. Some people making some of the parallels between that and Succession. Like, oh, HBO's hit series about <laughs> a rich family who can't get along. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny.
1: So, uh, you know, I'm excited to, to delve into that. And uh, I think there's even still one other thing that's soon I forget what it is now. Yeah, I don't know. There is actually some good TV coming in the uh, the early summer window before the uh, kind of the dog days of July and August. Usually, there isn't a lot of like new shows like, mm. out and about, and even less so. Maybe in full force, so.
0: sure. Yeah, I uh, on the consumption front, I, ju- I did just think that the I have played. I had played a little bit of uh, Survivor since we spoke last. Um, I am on my way like I'm supposed to be going back to Jeddah. Hmm. No spoilers. Um and I took your advice and I was like, you know what, before I go I'm uh, before I even go to Jeddah and start look poking around before entering the main storyline, I was like, I'm just actually gonna spend some more time here and do some side quests uh on Kobo. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Build up build out the old the old force tree. You know, get that get that thing that thing growing. Yeah, <laughs> I love that game. It's so good.
1: I was playing the other day, actually. Um, obviously, you know, having finished the main store, and actually I saw yesterday. There was a patch. Um, the fix, There was a, a big bug that a lot of people are facing, including myself to a lesser extent than even Dominic, Dominic had, was in worse than the bounty system. I think he said he got the first one and then was never offered another one after that. I got like 70% done and then couldn't get the next ones like offered. Supposedly that was fixed. Um, and there's a pretty cool scene that ties all lot at the end. One of the
0: I'll have to look adventures. into that. If I have a bounty, is it just in my list of missions somewhere?
1: Yeah, if you like, bring up the start menu on the bottom. You'll see like a tab that says rumors, and then you'll see a tab that says bounties.
0: Okay, I'll if if you just talk to look if, into that.
1: You have to talk to the Kitfisto looking alien cage. Yeah,
0: start. no, I, that's I was. That's why I'm asking because I talked to her, and it was very like. A dis- like just like a very dismissive like conversation as if you- I had already talked to her and there's nothing to do
1: it's weird how they pace it out like because she has conversations where she gives you a bounty and conversations where she if you've completed a bounty like where she wraps up like, like kind of like a debrief mm-hmm. and then there's just her regular talks with her the way there is with like every other character yeah so like the way that's balanced out is a little bit odd, even if it is fully functioning, just because gotcha. like, there's like, there's three main pathways of conversation whereas like almost everyone else. It's basically just, you're getting backstory or banter. Mm. Okay. Maybe they're giving you a rumor one time, but like, it's mostly like backstory character stuff. Dev. Yeah. Uh, well, he's the obvious exception, but like all the other ones, like Zig yeah. or Moran or Toa or like, I mean, she gives you the ones to like go track down the, uh, the temples, which is cool, but, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah like the, the, the temples the,
0: are fun. Those like they're they like are. dungeons to solve. I like that stuff.
1: They're cool puzzles. They're pretty low stakes, low stress. You get some cool stuff out of it once you figure mm-hmm. it out. I appreciate that.
0: Same. Yeah. I So I was like, I want some of these bounty bucks. And I was trying to talk to her and like, I didn't see any bounty like mission or anything. I was like, and then I found out that I could play her in that tactics game. So I just, yeah. I just wiped the floor. My first, <laughs> I just completely destroyed the, but have you not played I, the
1: Hollow Tactics before? It was the this? first
0: time I played it, and I just oh, I told you a while it. back.
1: I was like, man, I feel like you are gonna love that. I though.
0: know, i I've just obliterated the competition.
1: It's fun, right? Like it's just a yeah. fun, stupid little yeah. thing to like just go do. I don't know. I'll
0: play. So I'll play for some rewards. Some um, of them are kind of yeah, tough.
1: Very some of the rewards are mostly useless, but some of them are actually pretty solid. So, good hmm. sir. Uh,
0: uh, sorry. All right. I, I um. So that's consumption. Before we get into the movie, I've got a little story for you. Oh, boy. So, as you know, I'm in the process of buying a new house. Yep. And it is such an annoying fucking process. But anyway, <laughs> that's, where, that's where we're at. On Thursday, we did the inspection at the house we're buying. hmm For the most part, I'm pretty good. A couple of things, nothing too crazy. Weird some stuff like the flashing on the windows on the outside wasn't done properly. So like you could like some of the wood is exposed, but it's also been like that for years and there doesn't seem to be any signs of damage. So like maybe it's okay. We're not a much,
1: much smaller fix than what held up the last house.
0: Yeah. 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 So, exactly.
1: and cheap- so, <laughs> so there's
0: that. Like, okay. Not that big of a deal. little, there's a little drip on the water main line into the house, but there's a shut off on the outside. It's an easy swap out of the part. So you mm. turn it off. So nothing too crazy there. Um, couple of very like very minor things a weird there's one weird circuit in the house that like way too many things are connected to and like they're protected by a gfi switch on the second floor in the bathroom on the other side of the house which doesn't really make any sense at all like
1: i think every tr- house has that at some point or other it doesn't make sense but every house has it. Yeah. this is like yeah, you know, the the most hyperbolic version of that is in christmas vacation when uh he's trying to string up the lights for the house mm. and there's the one light switch in the garage that's connected to the outlet that has 4,000 splitters on it that is, like, extremely dangerous and illegal?
0: Yep. Yeah, so the way that we found this one out is the inspector tripped the outside switch so that he can go inside to... His assumption was that it was attached to one of those GFI switches, so he he, he tripped it with the intention of going inside, finding it, and turning it back on, and then he was like, where is this thing? And then we were in the laundry room and the lights weren't turning on. I was like, huh, all right, we'll find it later. And he went in the garage and the garage doors weren't, weren't opening. And he's like, well, I wasn't expecting that. And then he's like, (laughs) he's plugging this thing into other outlets in the area. He's like, are they all on this? And then the homeowners came back, happened to come back. Like while he was like looking into this and he's like, Hey, I tripped it outside. Where's the reset? And the owner was like, Oh, it's upstairs in the bathroom in the master bedroom. again, completely on the other side of the house, upstairs. It's very, very weird. Anyway, not a big we, deal.
1: We have a situation like that in my house where the upstairs bathroom that, like, me and my sister use is on the GFI that's in my parents' bathroom. Sure. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, like, it, you know, we're talking about it's 30 feet. Uh, it's all on the same floor. But it's just like, come on. it's It's inside the master bathroom. Like, if I'm Need to go to the bathroom at two in the morning and need to use the outlet for something. Like, I'm gonna go wake them up to yeah. go flip the switch inside their bathroom. Like, no. So,
0: so far, nothing too crazy, right? The workable things. Um, one of there's two sub pumps, one of them is operating two. very, yeah, one is operating very slowly, and the other one is operating at warp speed, so it's fine. Um, de- stuff you could deal with. I'm like go into the attic. And I was like, I follow the inspector up into the attic. I was like, Is that a mouse dropping? And he's like, No, not a mouse, not a, not a squirrel. And I was like, a Raccoon. It's a I like, not a raccoon. The ones that fly. Yeah. And I was like, Fuck. <laughs> I was like, Bats. And he goes, Bats. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, Great. And I was like, is that what that squeaking noise is? And he goes, probably. <laughs> and then he's looking around the attic and he goes, oh yeah, there they are. And I went, they. And sure enough, <laughs> in, the cor- in the corner of the attic, hanging on the wall, is a colony of bats. Colony? Yep. Apparently that's what this large group of bats is called, it's a colony.
1: Well, I know what they're called. I'm shocked that the term is being deployed here. Not the pair of bats. Not nope. the... The small family of bats, the colony of colony of bats. Bats. So also, you squandered a massive opportunity to say, "Is that guano?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well,
0: I it does say guano in the inspection report, and that that got me a chuckle. It is the technical term. I know, uh, but then I read I, I read the a, the reasons why it's so dangerous. I mean, granted, I know that. Well, no, bats, rabies, sure. Realistically, it doesn't seem like you're. Likely to come into contact with the bats in this situation. They keep to themselves. They get real quiet when people start making.
1: Do do they pay rent?
0: They pay. They leave. (laughs) They leave and they come back. They leave. They hunt. They come back and they just stay there. The problem is the guano is that it's not so dangerous when it's just there, but as it dries, if you were to try to clean it up, it creates dust particles that are like yeah, that like can destroy your lungs.
1: Toxoplasmosis or.
0: Uh, no, it's something much more serious.
1: <laughs> more serious than that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> that's, like, extremely deadly and bad, what I yeah, just said. Yeah, it, <laughs> it
0: sounds terrible, so...
1: Isn't that the um, thing where, like, technically, well, you have a pregnant wife with cats, but... Yep. That's why, a lot of times, you don't want cats pregnant.
0: No, you just don't want the, uh, uh, your uh, pregnant significant other scooping the litter box, is really what it comes down sure. to. Um, but, yeah, so... We gotta take care of that. We gotta get rid of the bats. Bats gotta go. Um, so, just got the report back today. I will keep you posted on what that entails going forward. Uh, just 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 called. Yeah, the pet detective. Gotta get him out there. Well. <laughs> and anyway, oh, dude, this house is a whole house
1: fan. Are you familiar with this? A what?
0: A whole house fan.
1: What is that specifically?
0: Yeah. Okay. I didn't know either. So, at the top of the stairs, there's this giant metal. Great. It looks like a it looks like a vent. It's like got giant metal slabs and it's closed. And then on the wall there's a dial that you could turn. Like an old school just like light switch dimmer dial. Yeah. And that is a fan control. And if you turn it on, there's a fan behind that grate that is absolutely massive.
1: I have seen this, yes. Yeah, and,
0: and like the uh the the force of the fan spinning pulls those grates open. And he turned it up. And he's like, yeah, he's like two times a year. He's like, you run this thing and you just, you just fill, you open all the windows, you turn this on and you just fill the house with fresh air. <laughs> I was like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and he's like, you supposed to freshen things up. I was like, that's great. So, um, I don't know. Never knew about it as a thing. Never knew what it was for. Kind of dig that we might have one soon.
1: Yeah, I don't know how common that is. I don't know why. Some houses have it and some don't. Yeah, um, I don't know what the pros and cons of it are, but I have encountered that once or twice.
0: Well, anyway, the bats are right about the fan, so
1: that's, that's not good either.
0: That's interesting. Could have been a could have been a massacre when we turned that on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really vaporize that bat shit. Vaporize. That's right. What was that movie called? Envy. Envy? Yeah. Wow, didn't think that one was coming up today.
1: You could you could rehome your bats with me. I I've, I've been advocating on behalf of attracting a colony of bats for the pavilion outside because, assuming they're the insect eating variety of bats, I would love for them to naturally take care of our mosquito problem.
0: Yeah, I hear that's a yeah. that's a, one of the pluses.
1: Just swarms,
0: swarms uh, of them. So one of them said. I think one of the inspectors or I don't know who who was saying that you could like they make these this certain type of wood box that you could put up in the trees and the bats will gravitate towards living in those instead.
1: I really I really like the idea of them living in this pavilion. It's got a very gothic yeah. <laughs> um, sense about it as it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, the earlier today I was going out to pick up dinner and uh, I had Elio in the car, and every once in a while he goes, New house, and I was like, okay, and I'll drive by the new house, and we were driving past it, and I was like, son of a bitch, there's a bat flying around. (laughs) (laughs) How much of a problem is this going to (laughs) be? Anyway, I think with that, it is time for our flick of the week. Avatar. The Way of Water, released in 2022, rated PG-13 with a 3-hour and 12-minute runtime. Your IMDb synopsis. Jake Sully lives with his newfound family formed on the extrasolar moon Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with the and the army of the Navi race to protect their home.
1: I would, I would argue... I don't know how much he's working with Nateria specifically, because she's absent for substantial swaths of this movie.
0: <laughs> large, large, sweeping swaths. <laughs> uh, where, uh, what, let's just kick it off. Two-length review. Hit
1: me. <clears throat> Anthony, blue and green people. <laughs> look like blue and green people. 8.5 out of 10.
0: Fair enough. Uh Cameron continues Avatar's legacy of lackluster story and motivations, excusable by his trademark immersive spectacle. Seven out of ten. Okay. Uh nothing I it's it, it's an I don't know. It's a movie the only way to I feel like you would describe another movie as being like this, not like there's no way to describe this in like as some other movie. It's an Avatar movie. It's it's yeah, wild. It sets the it's, it's a standard. It's graphically uh, unbelievable. Um,
1: I ca- I came back to that same review yeah. because watching it again this week because it took me like four separate viewings, no, three separate viewings to watch it. Um, just mostly schedule related. Um, yeah, I it's it is groundbreaking. It's it's yeah. incredible. I don't There's... know how he keeps getting away with this, or rather, how he keeps accomplishing this. Mm-hmm.
0: It's. It's unbelievable. I do wonder, like, not you know, not to take anything away from the accomplishment, but like, is anybody else trying to do this? I Like this is a, I would this say yes, is a I know. long, like a long time coming, right? Like it's a there's a lot of work. It's many, many, many years of technological development that goes into specifically making the movie because like we need to define and develop the tools for making like it is an undertaking that I'm not quite sure other people are interested in.
1: So I think there are a lot of other places that would like to accomplish this. Mm -hmm. I think that there is a, a lot of proof that they're not willing to do the work to accomplish it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, if you, th- there was some stories. I think it was last year. I kind of skimmed through some of them. I didn't re- There was some really deep reporting. It's not to take away from that. It's just I, I didn't need every nitty gritty detail about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also means that I won't be able to tell a compelling synopsis of it here. But there's been some poking around, not by you know serious you know Washington Post or New York Times reporters, but just people who are curious of what these budgets are so big when some of these movies it's mainly aimed at the superhero movies. Cause outside of star Wars and avatar, those are the greatest purveyors of VFX, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of you, you're devoting 50% of your runtime to movies that, or to, to sequences that are like entirely or majority CGI. Mm-hmm. Why does it look like shit half the time? Mm-hmm. And the best, like, short answer is a lot of times they're half-assing it. They're making unrealistic asks of the studios that are responsible for the actual VFX. Right. They're trying to change things on the fly at the last minute. They're not devoting the the amount of time needed to actually let these things cook and gestate and look good. Yeah. Um, He took what 12 years to make the first one and 13 years to make the second one yeah so he is putting in the time so i i do think other movies would like i think i think marvel would like their stuff to look this good Mm -hmm. they very obviously don't have the desire to put in the work required to do it
0: yeah yeah that's 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 fair It, it it's it is it really is crazy like there are things i mean like you said the blue and green people look like blue and green people. Like, yeah, yes, like that is great. Like it is because of how absurd it is, you know, you're not seeing something real when you sit down to watch it. I think what happens, though, is over the course of 25 minutes, you believe the lie, the seams completely disappear. Yeah. And in a way that an animated movie can't do it. No. Right. Um they they an animated movie can be like captivating and you can be completely engaged in the story. Like a toy story, for example, is probably the closest thing that I can think of. Like where it's like it, it's so rich in storytelling and um like and it's art style that like you you're completely captivated by it, but you're not immersed in it the way that you are with something like this, where you are it has blended into your reality when you're watching it. Like, it's just like, there's this seamlessness between a, now a human person that's on the screen and one of these avatars. And it looks like it makes sense. And that's insane. Like that's that's probably
1: the truest test, right? Is when they're on screen, not just with each other, but with actual real life people. And it doesn't feel out of place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kinda wild. I feel like video games try so hard to make like, you know, like realistic artwork and cutscenes and things like that, but they never quite stick the landing. They get they they they've done some pretty good stuff over the years, obviously, but like eyes, facial expression, hair, water. Like hair. that was a big deal like deciding to go, like, we're gonna spend a lot of time in the water. Like, yeah, that, like, all, like I imagine that, like, I don't know, a quarter to 50% of the budget went into just the water.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, if you watch any of the, the behind the scenes of some of these, like, there's there's scenes of, of Kate Winslet with all sorts of motion capture stuff all over herself, and she's underwater shooting for minutes at a time, and it's like... Yeah. That, she's... She's won an Oscar, right? She's an Oscar-winning actress, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who is playing a bit role? Ultimately, just con- mm. like the size of the ensemble,
0: yeah. Like,
1: you know, important character, but like they they have to feed a lot of mouths. Um, to to steal a, a sports, uh, phraseology there, like they they are committed to telling the story of like twelve different characters, and sure, yeah. in three and plus hours, like you can. Try to do that, but there are entire sequences, and some of them are the best sequences in the movie. There are entire sequences of like ten minutes where there's not a word spoken. Yeah, and it doesn't it's, it's, it's it doesn't crazy. feel like you're just sitting there watching. It feels like it's over in two seconds almost. It's so immersive. It, like that's mm-hmm. a word that gets tossed around a lot, um, erroneously. No, is, and yeah, it's and true. this
0: is like kind of like the definition of what people are trying to convey, but they're usually being hyperbolic. This yes. movie.
1: Does it lives up to it, yeah, and it's very
0: much like I've mentioned to you and uh, and we've talked about on the show and like numerous other times, but like the 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 flight of passage ride in Universal, for example, like it takes yeah. all of this stuff like to that extra level of like it actually puts you inside of the world because of the way they shape the screen and put you on this thing, and it's just like that's the only thing that you could do to make this even more realistic is to wa- let me watch that movie in that weird little seat <laughs> in Universal.
1: It's funny. I think in a lot of ways, it feels like... I don't know if there's any history between the two of them in any way, shape, or form. But spiritually, it feels like Cameron is the ultimate successor to George Lucas. Because Uh what was so striking to me about this is... Yeah, there is so much CGI in this. But it's built upon the framework of real practical stuff that's happening Mm -hmm. right whether it be the actual people who are in motion capture suits or where cgi is supplementing what is a real environment or water or whatever um and those are the things that we, we praise from the best of the Star Wars movies is the blending mm-hmm. of those two things. He's taken a different, more holistic approach here, a, a more technical approach. Like the turnaround on Star Wars movies, is, it takes a few years, nothing compared to what these movies have taken to yeah. make. And what one of the things yeah, we talked about, it. You, you just mentioned it two seconds ago, and, and I echoed it, and I, I want to even delve slightly deeper on it. A couple of weeks ago, I caught. I haven't seen this movie since we saw it in theaters, and, and I had fun with it. I think we both did. We did it for the show. Uh, I caught the last like twenty or so minutes of Aquaman on television. Mm. It was just on when I turned on the TV, and I was like, "Oh, let me just." It's the whole big dumb fight scene. I, yeah. Like I was like, "There's crab people," and I think John Reese Davies was the king of the crabs, right? I was right, and so it was. <laughs> um, and watching the people under water, I had forgotten, but immediately remembered how hilarious the so physics bad. of their hair underwater yep. is like it almost it felt like intentionally bad and in th- yep or maybe i was just wishing that for them because it's so bad and i c- kind of got a laugh about it and here you have what is very obviously not a real person because they're blue and they're 50 yeah. percent larger than a person should be right but because they're shot and the cgi is iterated and iterated and iterated over a real person who is underneath there wearing a real wig I guess, yeah, it's fake hair, but it's, it's 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 physically there. Yeah, And the attention to detail of that and watching their hair move in the water as they swim around and do whatever, and it's like when you see something like that you're like, why would you ever do it any other way?
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like the highest praise you can give it is like, did you notice the hair in the movie? No.
1: I did, but <laughs> it's only because I watched
0: Ocarina right. 2. Weeks, so if I hadn't, I wouldn't. No, I know, that
1: I know. <laughs> To I me, don't it, even, but, it burnishes its reputation.
0: I feel like that's that's like the thing for like most of the things in this movie. Like, did you know... like like if someone were to break it down, did you notice like how they did this so well? Does it, like the answer to most of those questions would be like no, because I I stopped noticing any sort of seams once I settled in. Like it was gone. It was just you're just in this world, and it makes sense. And it's like it's insane. I you do can wonder... count on one
1: hand throughout the course of the three plus hours of runtime, which is incredibly effects heavy a lot of action not always fighting but just a lot of action you can count on one hand the amount of times that the immersion was broke for a second yep. because it's like oh that just didn't quite work yeah, didn't yeah like it there and it's like like a weird the,
0: stutter or like a, something like that but like it's just it, a slightly so uncanny far,
1: movement he, or something yep. but the, it's it's out when you t- look at the length and breadth of this movie we're talking about those like the four or six times it happened is one percent of the movie because of how much they get right 99% of this runtime.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. I, I do wonder though, like if st- like story wise, there's not, I feel like there's not a ton going on. That's like super worthwhile. There's some pretty cool, like
1: the middle third doesn't have a story.
0: There is, there's,
1: but by design the, Yeah. It, there's there's a, a first act. Now half of the first act is, Hey, it's been 13 years since you saw the last movie. Let's, Let's catch you. you up. Let's catch you up. Like yeah. the, the the first what forty minutes of the movie is that, and then the the succeeding twenty minutes or so is kind of setting the table of what the second and third acts can be about. Surprise! The second act is not about anything, like from a, a, yeah. from a plot point standpoint, really. It's a it's it's really just table setting for mm-hmm. the third act and where the next three movies you know, are going to go, and I mean, you it, get
0: a bunch it of stories pretty good job of world building in that like it, it's yeah. like stuff that it, it gives you it gets you the, invested in
1: the, the characters and the colony the place. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. it's the John Wick school of storytelling yep. which sure. is I, I say complimentary of this because yeah David Mammoth didn't write the script but you're not coming to watch this movie for the script
0: no but what I am curious about though is what that marriage would look like of oh sure I mean anything type of spec- but that's I, good I, could be better right I well no I almost wonder though like would if you had like this story that is just so groundbreaking would it end up taking away from the rest of that experience like would you would you lose the focus on the spectacle
1: I think it's all about tinkering right like yeah if you if you ripped the dialogue the the density of dialogue not the actual words the density of dialogue of Glenn Garrett Glenn Ross and you dropped mm-hmm. into this it would detract from. Yeah, admiring the spectacle that they have crafted for you. But yeah, could could you beef up some of the interactions and the dialogue? Sure. But I, what I, what I think they they've gotten really right in both these movies is I think that they've done a good job of character writing. Like this, the the mm. plot's not gonna blow you away again. But I don't know. I uh, when you spend three plus hours with these blue and green people. I'm not saying every single character was deeply drawn, um, but the ones that they put the focus on, I've found engaging. Mm-hmm. Lo- Loak's story is one we've seen before. It's a son who's trying to chart his own path, live up to the expectations of his father, continually falls short of it. Yep. We've seen this story a million times. There's only six stories that can be written, right? We know this. But I thought they executed it at a high level and because of how good the actual actor and the cgi is the expressiveness of his face and his body movements as he goes through this building's and journey and all that sort of stuff like it's i find it compelling and engaging yeah yeah
0: i i i agree like i actually i do think the the strongest part of the movie as far as storytelling and um, writing in general goes, is that the kids, the kids were great, like yeah. i the, like, w- their struggles that they're facing, and like the idea of making it just like, a naturally, like a natural experience of just I don't know, just the human story of, yeah, like, the 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 older son that does everything right in the father's eye, except for like, you know, m- minus a few things, and the younger one that's like trying so hard to be as good and falling short constantly because of many reasons, and then am like the, the innocent younger sibling that like they are protective over like, and it's in a great way, but also like they, it raises the stakes in a lot of situations that she ends up in because it's like oh, crap. Like it's just way more serious because you're here. And like, I don't know. There's just, there's something cool there. And then like the, um the, I, I did find it was interesting. The character who was, what was a cute, Ke- Ke- uh, daughter.
1: Yeah, right? I mean, well, I don't. I forgot what Sigourney Weaver's character in the first movie was called, but yeah, her daughter, um, her Avatar's daughter.
0: Wait, um, hang on. Kiri was. Kiri Sigourney...
1: is their adopted daughter who is blue.
0: Okay. Oh, that's I'm so I'm looking at the cast and I'm so confused. The daughter was also played by Sigourney Weaver.
1: I I thought that was pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just thought it was like a like uh yeah I guess the, uh, facially it looked it looked like but like the voice and whatnot I didn't I didn't even yeah no it sounds that. like she
1: was trying to sound young but she's yeah. not
0: that that <laughs> whole concept was actually really cool and actually that as far as world building goes that is the part that I thought was really interesting and new and exciting is like oh what does all of this mean because it's like her connection with like a- the a- planet A-Wa. it's like yeah. it, it seems what is the uh, what,
1: what's the Awa.
0: Aoi, like it seems like Aoi, like created a life. Um, yeah, to I mean, communicate with that's. Like I the, uh, I remember I guess that's what we're getting.
1: I remember after the movie came out, seeing people complain. Well, we spent three hours and they never explained. It's like my my guy. There's going to be three more movies. There, they set the table here. Not the story of this movie. That, right. That's that'll be in the third one or the fourth one. Like just also it's but, like. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, what I
0: don't mean, know. Right? I was going to say, give it, give it, give it, it 30 seconds of thought. Like it kind of makes sense. And I just thought like, even that, like I, I didn't even really need much more. I actually thought that the, like, it was, it was when they first pitched it to me early on in the movie, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then and, well, yeah, as the it first, went on, I was first, like,
1: the first five minutes is they're making jokes. Like, oh, I bet Norm fucked your Yeah. Oh my God. Terrible. Like, <laughs> <gross>. But <laughs> the also looking at her <laughs> yeah. Which, to be fair, they weren't wrong, but yeah. Um, you but know, the... like, as, as far as the viewer, like we've heard of like Jesus Christ and Anakin Skywalker before, right? Like we, yeah. the, the idea of a, you know, We've we, the idea of a virgin birth that grants you, yeah. a, like it's a literally a story as old as time. Like this is not a revolutionary idea. This is not a plot hole. This is just no. throw the fuck up and understand how what to, it is. Like like with a literary criticism lens, look at something which again is not a mammoth script. Like yeah. so.
0: But I think what I liked about it though is like the I I do like the the freedom they have to play with. Okay, well what does this mean for this character that is clearly different from we everything else?
1: We got a little appetizer, right? She connects. Yeah. We see a little that, bit and
0: of... how cool when she controls those uh, creepy fucking fish.
1: That... I had actually forgot about it. Well, not the the fish was cool, but what, yeah, at the end with the tentacles. I had forgot that, about that, that thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is terrifying!" Like we crushed a submarine, and then we crushed the people that were trying to escape. I was like, "That was bananas." Yeah, um, really cool though. Like it was a really cool sequence. The action sequences were like, and like I we've talked about this over the years. Where like I've kind of lost my interest in like the over the top and extensive action sequences, unless they bring something fresh to the table. John Wells. Wick, for example, brings something fresh. What you say, Wells? Whales, whales in this game. When the whale uh, breaches, I was like, "This is so good." And I then was, was
1: I was telling you, you laughed at me. I was like, "Dude, the whales." <laughs> the- <laughs> it's it's about um,
0: and maybe one of the probably one of the one of the six hiccups that you're talking about, but also one of the most incredible scenes
1: is when that douchebag gets his arm cut off. Honestly, like that does apply, but that's not even what I was thinking of. Mm. I'm okay with it, just it because was, like I hated that dude so much.
0: So happy. I also loved the torment of the scientist, like knowing how, like he knows how bad what they're doing is, but he's just so driven by his. I research. actually
1: wish, yeah, I wish they had given us a little bit more of that character because I thought he was an interesting, like, because the first time I watched, it, I didn't, I don't think I fully appreciated. Watching it again this time, I, I got a little bit more sense from because I was like, okay, so he's talking about how like gross this is and keeps doing him, like, I, I, I don't think it. Fully registered for me, like the idea that he hates what he's doing, but if he doesn't do this, he he has nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, what what would even be like? He would be homeless, I guess. You know, like he's it's, oh, yeah. it's a it's a, a perversion and bastardization. But he's like almost got kind of professional Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, like he's forced yeah. to do this thing that he hates doing. It's like someone who was a doctor who was forced to be like a torturer interrogator, like, mm. cause they know all of the importance of like how your nerve endings interact or whatever. And it's like, yeah, well I, you know, the guy, the the villain's going to kill me if I don't torture this information out of you. And I'm pretty good at it, I guess, because you know, I know what hurts on the human body and what I can cut out of you. That's not going to kill you. And yeah, like that's, what's going on. Here and for all the the jokes about unobtainium in the first movie, eh, right? Rightfully so. It's dumb. I don't care, but it. it I, I will grant you, it's dumb. Um, yeah. This is so much more insulting. Yeah, we're just gonna kill these fucking whales in like the most brutal way possible, so that we can only extract like twelve ounces of brain. Right. Fucked up. Really
0: fucked. up. It, it really. Is. I mean, I love. I, I did love the way, like the the look on Spider's face is he's. Realizing the horror that they're doing, and then
1: even Quar just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> all of this for, for that? <laughs> like, like he doesn't care. Like, it doesn't like offend yeah. him. He's just like, you guys went through all of this for that.
0: What and as horrible as I mean, that whole thing was devastating, and actually had me really uncomfortable like the entire time they were doing it. But at the same time, it was because they created this incredible again a, a spectacle of like how like. The tools that they built to do this thing and the actual like orchestration of capturing the wind. like, I like this is wild. Like, this yeah. whole concept, like, fascinating, thinking, morbidly thinking fascinating. This up is the fact, yeah, the fact that you thought this up is concerning. Um, but
1: <laughs> it well, was, to be fair, I mean, it's drawn from real life. Like, well, that's we saw yeah. Jaws, right? Remember, they, they hit him with the harpoon that's got the barrels to slow him down. Like, that's it, a real. Thing that's been around yeah. for a long time, like ja- yeah. the Japanese have been whaling for hundreds of years. I, I guess maybe they do it slightly less now, but not really.
0: Those crab, those crab, uh, crab walking the crab boss suit things that's <laughs> pretty cool, yeah. But yeah, man, it is it's wild. The the whole story of those whales was wonderful, too. Like, and they're like connection to that, that tribe like of the water navi or whatever the, they're called uh,
1: mekina
0: yeah i i i loved are like they find like they match with like a sibling of this of the whale like i just thought that, that whole concept was like they didn't they didn't really have to like over explain it and they didn't and it just made sense and it was just kind of wonderful well and it's then, also like,
1: i say like subconsciously it builds on the first one like uh, mm-hmm. probably everyone remembers to whatever extent even the people who kind of poo poo I remember how many people loved that movie when it first came out, and you can let the distance of time, like, like wash that away if you want. Like, I, I, it doesn't matter to me. I like the first movie; I still mm-hmm. enjoy it, and I I like this one; I, I enjoy this too. But everyone, I everyone remembers somewhere deep in the recesses of their mind. Oh yeah, when you jump and you bond with one of those ikron, like it, it's bonded with you for life. Yeah. Now in this case, they they raise the stakes in a, in a really cool way when you consider it, like. The level of intelligence that the Tulkan have, or whatever, like it's not just a one-way street, right? Like, because like we see Jake, he bonds with the first Ikron and then he takes out he he bonds with the really big one to become Turok Tower or whatever. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's a joint thing. Like the whale's gotta mate with you, or not not mate, like but like yeah, match with you, and the two of you are brother and sister, or whatever. Yeah with just the one person and whale connection and and seeing how you know it's not just oh yeah I love it like a pet like they have complex conversations through sound and language and sign language all together I mean you know I I actually I'd, I'd forgotten from seeing it the first time but that first one that they show them hunting was the one that was bonded with Ronal the Kate Winslet character yeah And, you know, the whole conversation about how beautiful the calf is Mm -hmm. and how, you know, she had been waiting for to give birth for however long and, and how the whale is asking how her pregnancy is going. Yeah. And that level of connection is is very real and it doesn't make sense. Like, I'm kind of laughing at myself, like and even that whole sequence where there's only a couple of scenes of actual like communication, it's mostly just the joy of a long absence being superseded by the, you know, the happiest now of being rejoined. And the, I I don't know why I kind of got like a a kick out of like the little baby swimming, the little Mechayuna baby swimming. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That was, that was pretty great. (laughs) I I don't know. There's something about it. That's so like heartwarming in that, in a way that like, doesn't make sense about the stupid movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's, why are you making me feel something right now? This is this is ridiculous. It's it's
1: it's green people in Wales, Like Yeah. I shouldn't feel and yet I do somehow. And it's like, okay. Like yeah, again, like the plot is not anything crazy, but like there's different types of writing and they they nailed those the the characters and like I mean, like those movies are supposed to make you feel something. You're supposed to I mean he's a huge James Cameron's a huge conservationist. Like he's been fascinated by the ocean and the jungles and space and everything. And he cares about this story of appreciating nature, but he's also developed the most cutting edge technology to show it to you. And he's telling a story in the future with these hyper advanced weapons and and space travel. And I guess in his way, trying to tell a story of, we don't have to have one or the other. We can have both. Mm. But it requires intent and consideration. Yeah. And there's a way to do all of that in a really, I think, special way that I think most people don't take the time
0: for. Yeah. Okay. Quartich? Quart- 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 Quartich. Quartich. What is... Why is he there?
1: Um, Are you, are you literally asking or like yes. a more metaphorical way?
0: No, literally asking.
1: Did the explanation of the beginning of the movie didn't work for you?
0: I don't remember why he was there.
1: Oh, okay. So he died in the, I in remember the first that. one. Yes. So they had a contingency in place mm-hmm. that
0: they were gonna bring him back as a yeah, okay.
1: Him and his squad. Mm-hmm. So, are you asking like what his motivation?
0: No, to, like, no. Continue? His motivation it makes sense like he's pissed, but like why? What is his mission?
1: His mission is to kill Jake Sully and quash the Navi resistance once and for all, so that they can continue to roll through. Okay, is and rape the all planet it for all resources. It doesn't
0: because like it doesn't. It never really seemed like it was quite as big as like, you know, doing what they were originally doing of like trying to drive them away. It just seemed very particular to So the
1: the the first movie was more oh we're gonna try and play nice and we're gonna gonna tip that tree over. (laughs) We're gonna barter and negotiate, but ultimately we're gonna get what we want, which is the rock that's underneath the tree that you guys live in. Mm -hmm. In this one it's okay the gloves are off we're not just coming for that bit of metal right there. We are going to genocide all of you if we have to, ethnic cleanse you if just that's easier,
0: mm-hmm. and we're
1: going to rape your planet for all the natural resources that are available, whether it be whale brains, whether it be metal, <laughs> whether it be space wood. like doesn't matter what it is. We're going to take what we want, when we want, and the way we do that is to kill your ultimate symbol of resistance and leadership.
0: Okay. That's fine. I feel like the, I got what they were why they were there in the first one. Um, it, it was it a little like, bit
1: more, you know, esoteric in this one. It's like it was like the details aren't matter. Like the, it's, it, it's it, it,
0: ultimately it doesn't because like like I said like the actual story at large is not that compelling. It's everything else, and it's yeah. just like the the only thing that was like is <laughs> like wait, I, I I assume this is some sort of billion dollar program to have him reincarnated as a navi, So like, is his sole purpose to just go kill Jake for revenge? I that's because that's what it seemed like, and I was like, I don't
1: Well I the, don't idea, the, the what's, idea what's
0: what's what's play number two though? Okay, we get Jake then one. Like, are we going back for the same didn't they like destroy everything? Like I didn't really I don't even remember. I can't remember what happened at the end. Didn't they destroy the tree? Didn't they just like burn everything down?
1: So what happened was in the first one they knocked down the tree that they lived in, mm-hmm. um, and then at the end they were trying to kill the tree that's you know their god essentially, um, and they don't succeed in doing that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, because um, remember, if you, if you remember the beginning of the movie when they show the the birth of the children, mm-hmm. like they were like connecting them to right the tree, um, and right. I I what you know on the topic of like the Awa and like the mother tree or whatever. I thought it was pretty cool. Obviously, we know from the first one, the whole the whole planet is connected through the biosphere in a literal network, Yeah. and a metaphorical one as well. There's potentially untapped data transfer capabilities by connecting to anything living that's connected into this tree. What I thought was pretty cool was, okay, so we have a group of them that no longer live in forests. They've lived in on the sea for generations upon generations, enough that they've evolved. The physiology has evolved to to live in the water. They have their own tree. It's the same tree. It's Mm -hmm. connected. It's under the water because, of course, it is. It's the same thing. And, like, Kiri can connect just as equally to that as she did to the one in the forest, which, you know, again, continues to bolster the idea of, like, a tall, one living organism. I, I thought that was pretty cool, though. Like, it's not just the one centralized thing, like every people have their connection point to what's ultimately the same hole. Right.
0: (laughs) I don't know why that part of it was funny, the way that you phrased that, but yes. Um, What part of it? She said the the same hole. Hole with a W. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 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 Boy, it's getting late. Um, I, I mean, honestly, not by our standards. No, no. That's fair. I, those those bastard kids that, they, they, like well, almost got eaten by a shark.
1: Yeah, that was a gripping scene.
0: That was, that was a real, that was intense. That whole, like, sequence was intense, and I was, I was here for it. That was really cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it, like, we've seen a lot of chase scenes, specifically, like, big creature chasing a person, and I was like, oh, man, this is the most terrifying of them, because, like, you know, in other one's okay. You maybe you climb up a tree, and the thing mm-hmm. can't get to you for now, and you have a chance to catch your breath and think about it. Even though you don't come up with a good solution, like even in the first one, Jake gets chased by that giant like panther thing, you know, through trees yeah. and all that. It was like it's the same concept, but this is way worse. One of those, a,
0: one of those annihilation dogs. <laughs>
1: yeah, kind of. Um, this was way worse though because he's underwater. And yeah. So like, yeah, he found a good hiding spot, but if the shark wants to, it could wait until you drown. Yep. You're just gonna come get your
0: corpse. <laughs> <laughs> now we play the waiting
1: game. I did appreciate that it was an opportunity to show off some uh, Phantom Menace. No, oh, of a course, there's always a bigger fish. Always. <laughs> um, uh,
0: I heard Qui Gon in that moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Speaking
0: of George Lucas.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and the the connection between Loak and um, actually, I, I tried to I tried to recommit all the names. All the things, but the one name I didn't actually ever get a good handle on was the name of the whale that he was connected Uh it was like Potkayon or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that's still not correct. I think I have all the other names down, but that's the one that I was like I never quite got down. Um but uh yeah, no, I mean that sequence at the end where he's like, nah, fuck this. I don't care about this like oath to never kill again. Like yeah. try to kill my brother, try to kill his family. And also, they keep killing us, and he was trying to steal my brain from me. Yep. Fuck all of yep. this. Um, <laughs> he tried to steal my brain. I loved Jermaine Clement earlier saying, like, you know, oh, yeah, no, they're they're just as smart as us. Maybe smarter because of, like, the number of synapses and, like, how, like, the neurons fire and, like, the the, the, the mental pathways. And he's like, uh, I'm the one with the harpoon and the ship. And, like, to watch the, the whale continually outsmart and beat him where yep. it's like he does the jump catches him by surprise whatever falls on the deck just fucking shit up which is great and they come around to shoot him and he's like nope as he ducks like, yeah. and redirects it that
0: was awesome
1: catching the thing with his like crest and wrapping it up and like taking them for a ride that was sick Oh, what does he say like, who has the harpoon he, now yeah yeah. he's yeah, who's got the harpoon now
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's so wild. There's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's really like, like consent, like to, to conceive that entire thing is, is really cool. Like that's where a lot of the, the skill and talent comes in making this movie is like you're working in this sandbox that you've created and like this lore that you're just like imagining and like to get like to take it that far, to make it feel so real and to also like give us something new and exciting like every step of the way is, ah, it's pretty bananas. The, um, that one boat of un- unnamed military garbage people that gets like <laughs> flung and spun around and explodes, and you see their bodies come flying out of it. I just thought that was hilarious. Like, it was oh, just like yeah. those sequences where like they're just getting wrecked. I was I was cheering for the whale. Like, it was just so good. I, I, I was like,
1: yeah, I was like, you, that's right, you sons of bitches. Like, I was like,
0: really happy about it. <laughs> oh, man. It's good stuff.
1: I, I really dig those creatures that they ride that, like, are part Ikron, part, the, like, alligator, They have their tail
0: in the water doing that weird, like, floating thing.
1: Yes, and, like, they can fly for a limited time, but also they can, like, dive down
0: yeah. and
1: swim. I appreciate that, like, Nateri kind of did a half-assed job of trying to learn how to do all of that, and then when they go and get stuff, she's like, fuck this, I'm getting up in the
0: sky. Yeah, I'm flying.
1: I'm flying, and I'm shooting you with my bow and arrow through glass. Oh, man,
0: that was such a badass sequence of her just like just destroying people with a bow and arrow.
1: Oh, like at the end, in, in the, yeah. the dark on the sinking ship? Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I mean, it was also a bit heartbreaking when she breaks the bow, because it was her father's bow, if yeah. I remember correctly. sure. He, um, when, when they take down the, the house tree thing, I think he, he gives her his bow mm-hmm. when he's dying. Um, and that was kind of a, a heartbreaking moment, but I mean, what do, you, what do you expect to happen when she is literally just like, crushing people with the mm-hmm. physical bow as she then you know, draws so and launches sick. this thing. I, I appreciate the the recurring bit of Quaritch cringing every time he sees her, yeah. or sees her arrow more specifically, because he sees it in his own dead corpse <laughs> and is like, ugh. And then the first time, yeah,
0: woo-hoo, the- Mufasa.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then when they attack five minutes later, and he sees one of the arrows go through one of his own guys, and he's like, "Oh God, it's happening again." Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: man, I love the the complication, like the complication of the character Spider. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, you didn't see this movie when it came out. There was a solid week in December of. Like, hashtag fuck Spider going on. Aww. Spider was loathed by the people who saw this movie. But I was also a little bit annoyed by him the first time around. I, I hated him less the second time around. I'm, I was a little more just, sympathetic. It,
0: it's just it's just such an impossible situation that that character is in.
1: Oh, it's, it was more of those... It, it's not that he was a bad character. It's more just like, at times he's a bit annoying. Really oh, cool. that's fine. Yeah. I think that's more what it is. Actually, I think it's, it is an interesting character who's an interesting, like, viewpoint to this story torn mm-hmm. between these two worlds because, you know, a lot of times when we get stories like this, right, like, think, like, 300, where there's, like, the the the, the deformed one who, like, wants to be yeah. a part of them and they reject him. Natiri is cold towards him, but the rest of them, they may give him a hard time, but they, they really embrace him. Like, he's part of their their family, almost as yeah. much as Kiri, who's not their biological daughter, but they, who they was so important to them that they adopted. Jake treats him very well, actually. Yeah. And, you know, the, the other kids have kind of a love-hate Really, not not a hate, but they, they like to bust his balls because he's a human, but they, they appreciate him. I mean, they go back to save him, even though yeah. at the time that that happens, it's like, oh, they could have turned because he's been part of this group, willing or unwilling, and they don't know. Mm-hmm. willing run willing he's been a part of this group that's I a think
0: that was yeah. cool though because like that showed like the strength of their bond as they knew that they 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 just like they they wouldn't believe that he was there on his own
1: Nathan dies for it yeah, yeah it's, he it's dies because deal. the two of them go back into the ship to find him
0: yeah
1: oh, which was that was heartbreaking
0: I didn't see that coming no. like I was like surely they're not going to kill a kid because like that's how I'm perceiving this character um, I mean, he's, a,
1: he's a teenager right yeah like, you know, I he's, was like
0: that was whew that was some heavy stuff.
1: Yeah, I was genuinely surprised that they would kill one of the children in this movie. Like, if it happened right. in, in one of the sequels, like, yeah. But um, I was pretty shocked by that. I, it's a poor one out for Natam. I felt bad for him. His brother got to basically become the star of this movie. He, he got to find love, he got to find a, sp- a spiritual brother in a whale.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All Natam got was begrudging love from his father and a bullet in his chest. Like, that yeah. he'd, he didn't get much in the story. Bullshit. <laughs>
0: Shortened the stick. Um, I did like, I think there was, a, you had mentioned how well Jake treats spider and how Nateria is like, doesn't really, you know, clearly it's a more complicated, but I think I, what I really liked about it is the fear in spiders eyes when he sees Nateria, like just slaughtering the enemy. Yeah,
1: he's like, like. She sees me. She's not. Yeah, she's like. She's, 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 she's just gonna kill me too.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's gonna let me go.
1: But <laughs> of course, five minutes later, she's. I think it was a gambit. Ultimately, but she I think it was
0: specifically because of the way they um, they mirrored the sequence of Jake dying, and giving up the what's that? What's his title? Took, took a oh Taruk Moktow. Yeah, that's the one. You know how they did that, that slice across his chest?
1: Oh uh, yeah, it's true.
0: She did that to him. I actually
1: kind of forgot about that. Yeah. And
0: it was like I feel like that was a sign that like I'm not like because he knew he knew all of that stuff. So I feel like that was a sign like you're safe. Yeah. Like play into this. Like I feel like that's what it was.
1: <laughs> it's gotta be terrifying in the moment though. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. I just watched her slaughter the shit out of everyone. I know she doesn't like me. <laughs> she's like oh my god, she's just talking with me before she kills me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought you know. If there was any question before that, this uh, I, I don't think I fully appreciated the line the first time around, but it, it, when they go back to mourn the TAM after everything is settled and Spider washes up after having saved Quarch but rejecting him, hmm. Jake grabs him and says, a son for a son. You know, registering that they, they lost the TAM, but he's taking... Yeah. This son chose this family... Over his kind of father, and yeah. he's always been a part of family, but this is really cementing it in that he's that he's one of theirs too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when uh, just like, "I'm not your father," I was like, "Please don't say, it, but I am your daddy." Please don't say, it, but I am. Your <laughs> I was like, "Is that just a thing that all blue people say?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is an un- 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 uncanny coincidence. <laughs>
0: I did see a happy daddy's day like father's day card that was yeah, like good. there was Yandu with his like creepy smirk. <laughs> That's Pretty good. good. Pretty good.
1: Um uh, there was something I noticed in this movie the first time I watched it in particular. I did like that there was a couple of loving homages to his previous work. Um there's the scene where like the uh, the the bay doors open and all of those big like the wearable, like, av- not the avatars, the wearable suits, the mm. mech suits come out was like very reminiscent of like Terminator mm. in uh, like the future scenes when like they're all like walking out of like the fire and haze. Yeah. Um, there's the scene when spiders, I think it was what the thing about like a may not be your father, you know, yeah. whatever, when they're in the interrogation room that was also very like true lies. Like when they interrogate.
0: Yeah, i i i get i i can see that i i was cinematography more is like almost identical like Sarah Connor in the
1: Th- that uh, too yeah but i always think of the it's that that exposure where it's it's like the way it looks like if you're about to black out where like the like the lights and darks are so yeah stark um, and then obviously at the the end sequence taking place on a ship that's sinking.
0: Yeah, the actual like, capsizing of the of the ship was like like I feel like parts of the running and like jumping over obstacles was like almost like I do wonder if there is some shot for shot style in there like because like it felt that
1: way. And also, I I appreciated that it was even an evolution on that because in this you got like Jake and Quaritch fighting as like Quaritch kicks Jake into. Like an engine port that he sees like sliding down the deck. Yeah, like that synergy of like how they were using the environment in the fight. Very was pretty cool.
0: That cool. yeah, like all of the, all of the action sequences really were, were, were like there's so much going on, but not in a Michael Bay way. Like so much going on where you could act, you can actually digest a lot of it. Like you see a lot of the the actual like. It's not overwhelming. Um, it's no like it's like 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 I know exactly what you're talking about with him kicking him into that thing. like that. Like that, like in particular, like that would be easy to miss unless you were watching Transformers for the fourth time, and you're like, "Oh, look at that silly thing that he just did!" Like this is like it's it's very much framed properly. Like you you see the thing that they want you to see. It, um, they did they did a really good job with it. There's uh, a,
1: a visual language that speaks to a level of intention with what's yeah. happening with the action on the screen. Not that there was any lack of explosions in this, because there wasn't. No, yeah. Um, actually, sorry, I you know those three homages i just thought about was was what i re- picked up on the in the first movie the first viewing but mm-hmm. um i just realized now there was a fourth one that i don't think i registered that that time when the water gets ignited like that happened in true lies yes when uh when when they're escaping the uh the key and he, he that was different because like in that case he uses his cover and fakes his death whereas this it was more of a an active um deterrent to them or whatever but
0: I'm definitely getting Krugered by True Lies today. This is like the third time it's come up on different things. Like it was like a podcast I was listening to, and then I saw uh, that it was like on uh, some sh- HBO Max or something like that.
1: Okay, I mean it's always on AMC on TV. So so, so I
0: was like, man, we should, defi- we should definitely do some True Lies because
1: I've seen that I movie. Love, so I times, love
0: that movie so much.
1: Like probably the
0: bridges out. <laughs> so I, I one of the things it's like there's like. Movies from that time, um, there's random lines from those movies that just occupy permanent real estate. for that some That aren't reason, actually in my good
1: quotes, but for some reason... Yeah,
0: like, give me the goddamn page, and he breaks the window, and it's like, I'll give you the page. <laughs> and he
1: unfolds the page. <laughs> give me the goddamn page! <laughs> You're right, that is... It's a deep pull, I would... It's the one that, like, I actually... I think I remember telling you a f- couple of years ago on the show um, that, like, for most of my life, I never understood what was being said, but now, like, whenever I see the movie, like, it cracks me up is the scene when they have uh, Bill Paxton on top of the, the dam, and he, <laughs> he says, I'm nothing! I'm naval lint! Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: I always think of that stupid line, um... There was another. Oh, the, you know, was, uh, I was talking with um, my mom, my sister. I don't remember why. Actually, talking about Kruger, we were talking about Christmas vacation for some reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I don't remember what led into that part of the conversation, but then we were talking about, for whatever reason, because my mom's loved everybody loves Raymond for a long time. Yeah. And she's been like, when we didn't have cable for a couple of weeks because they're me for a couple weeks because they fucked up in actually coming and fixing it, which I talked about a f- several episodes ago. It's all good now. Um, but uh, it just took them a couple of weeks to do what should have taken them, like, three days. Um, it, it's fine. Whatever. Um, but we were she was just watching, like, every everyone loves Raymond on Paramount+, Plus, like, when she was, like, making dinner or, yeah. like, just need something on the background or whatever. And so we were talking about doris roberts and i was you know plays the mother and raymond mm-hmm. and i was like they don't make Doris's anymore and I, I was thinking doris yeah that's what i said i was like Doris. Wh- whenever i think of the name doris i think of true lies and my sister hasn't ever really like watched and like engaged with the movie but she's seen the movie like she sure. knows some of the big scenes or whatever so i described you know the scene, yeah you know when like they, they take her to in the interrogation room and they kind of Messing with her, he's like, she's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, well, you know, when they they give her a mission to do, they tell her, you know, oh, your contact's gonna call you. His name's gonna be Boris, and then they say, and your code name's gonna be, and she says, Natasha, and I said, no, Doris. <laughs> yes. uh, I, that whenever I think of the name Doris, I always think of that stu- Arnold Schwarzenegger saying that line. <laughs> so
0: stupid. Oh my god. I yeah that i g I've definitely seen that movie way too many times because it's like I feel like Shot for Shot is pretty vivid in my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, including another line that takes up a lot of real estate, which is
1: Batarazzis. <laughs> with the camera dies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great comedic scene. <laughs> While he's giving it his his away, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. it's ramping it's just up the and the ramping up.
0: Slowly. And he's doing?
1: like shaking. <laughs> that guy acts his ass off there. He's like shaking because he yeah. knows he's about he's like, I'm I'm dead. It's like this guy's gonna
0: kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, What a great movie. Uh, what are we doing? Avatar. Avatar. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I, I was definitely... I, it, I get it. I get why Spider saved him. I was so pissed that he did, though. I was like, ah. I was like, we were almost rid of him for the second time. I just assumed that we would revive him for every movie going forward.
1: Just like a new way? The next one, he's yeah. just like in a computer?
0: Right, just like, <laughs> and in each one he learns about how he died previously, and all of the previous times, and he just like starts to have like a just like a like a mental breakdown.
1: I am curious the way this is going. You have to imagine this. His story eventually ends with him joining their side, right? You can already so, see him starting to learn some lessons.
0: I feel like that's where they like. I, I feel like there's a hint of maybe going there, but like I just don't see how you can get there.
1: Well, I wonder if you know, do we get substantial sections of the next movie where he's off on his own, trying to hmm. come to terms because he is a man between worlds, right? Like yeah. in a much more real way than Jake. Jake chose to make that change. He doesn't. He he's. I mean, he's a xenophobe, right? He hates the Navi yeah. in the first movie. He hates that he's one now, but he he also sees the upsides of oh, I'm bigger, faster, stronger now too. Plus, I can. Maybe kind of sort of blend in uh, and become the more perfect killer. I think that after realizing that he's now got his ass kicked twice, even with like the better resources in this case um, or the better plan, the, he's gonna have to have a change of heart. It's either that or maybe this next movie. They he's already laid the James Cameron's already laid the groundwork, hinting at what the next movie—not what it's about, but like. With the central antagonist, or what, a, like an interesting situation. They've talked about the Ash people, who are, uh, I guess, a tribe that's in a more volcanic area or something mm. like that, and that they are antagonistic towards other Navi. I guess. Mm. Um,
0: I mean, ultimately, this is just going to come down to a full-fledged war between the natives of the planet and the Sky People, right? Like, I feel like that's what the the final movie of the series will be.
1: I would assume so. I'm curious. I know several years ago, after the first movie came out, when they talked about that this wasn't just going to be a sequel, but sequels, I believe he hinted that he wanted to explore, I mean, you see in the night sky, there's a gas giant that this is orbiting around, but there's other moons too. He's talked Mm. about wanting to explore those as well. Mm. Now, I don't know if there's already life on those, you know, satellites, but, um, you know, that's one way this can go, but I, I wonder if if they're not, yeah, you because know, there's three more movies. If they don't want to reconcile Quaritch right off the bat, do they? Does he maybe join up with the Ash people, and that's the way he decides to go? Is no, no, we're going to come after you with your own type of people, you know, going after hmm. you. The human approach doesn't work. Let's try going after you with the Navi approach. Um, I believe they've already said I don't know about the whole rest of the casting, but I think Una Chaplin was. Like the leader of this group the, the in the next movie. Like they've already shot most of it. Like she's done filming for this movie that's gonna come out three years from now or no, two years from now. Two and a half years from right. now. Right?
0: Yeah. Well, interesting to see where it goes. More so just to see the spectacle again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, I wanna see them keep you know, we get a different section of this Well it's not a planet technically, but this 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 world, you know, we we, we see a desert type atmosphere within the... Yeah, because there's a more yeah. realistic planet where it's not just one single biome. Well, actually, I guess in, in some ways this is more so, but, you know, it's not a Tatooine that's just just desert. Do yeah. we have a more realistic planet that... Yeah, no, it's it's got a lot of lush vegetation, but, you know, there's areas where it's not that that's how planet.
0: When we got to the um, to the, the water people, me and Kim were like, man, this would make a hell of a Disney resort. Like... <laughs> on a beach, yeah, like if they like styled the rooms like that, like oh, that'd be so cool.
1: Oh, trying to like take it above and beyond like the, the Tahitian thing, where like you know you have like the the pool underneath like your stilted house or whatever. In this case, yeah. you know. it's like all like stretched like canvas and hammocks and shit like that. Sounds awesome. that Would be kind of cool. Yeah, I, I yeah, did yeah. kind of dig that whole setup. It was, yeah. uh, it was a cool idea. This is perfect as they just walk into like a space. Yeah, <laughs> in this like Warren of uh, tents and pavilions and whatever. How
0: how are you supposed to take off those handcuffs? It's there. How are those supposed to work?
1: I don't know, but they're pretty cool technology. Where he like just like snaps it, and it's like.
0: Well, oh, okay, hang on. That's like that's 1990s technology. Yes, but
1: I remember the thing that they made for girls' hair back then.
0: No, it's a slap bracelet.
1: Um, okay, no, I know. <laughs>
0: no. Uh, it's just a permanent slap bracelet.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, is there a key? Maybe it's magnetic. It's got to be magnetic.
0: Because mm.
1: they have those two little like the things. And then like like, by putting
0: a charge through it, you can maybe unravel it.
1: Maybe a charge. Or I was just wondering. Maybe you know, you have like a like a magnet key when you put like that strong magne- magnetic um, mm. force. If that like you know, like those uh, those child safety locks that they they have for like cabinets, where you put like the uh, yes, yeah. the, the the magnetized thing, and then the key is mm-hmm. a magnet. When you swipe it over, it pulls it back, and then you can open the door.
0: We have those more old school child safety locks in our cabinets, where it's like a, a latch, and you push down. Like you pull the door open, and you push down the latch, and then you can open mm. the rest of the way. Those are fun. and Elio opens the door, and he sees the latch, and he goes, "I push it," and he pushes it down, and he opens the door, and he goes, "I did it." And I'm like, "You, <laughs> he, you did."
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well n- notes itself. next next house needs better yeah
0: blocks. we'll have to go with the magnets i guess
1: the magnet ones work that's what we used to have here when uh when gianna was young
0: yeah yeah they're pretty cool what else on this one
1: um i don't know like i said i i, I appreciated the, the sequences of this movie where it's just eh, loweck and a whale are just gonna swim around for a while
0: yeah, and you're just gonna eat up. But it's like it's just a wonderful screensaver for like 30 minutes. Yeah, but yeah. And we're gonna practice holding our it.
1: breath and swimming. And hey, look, mm-hmm. there's some guy who's on this thing that can both swim and fly. And uh, <laughs> you know, we got some some cool fish. Some of the fish were cool. I actually wish they show a little bit more of what they were doing with that. Um, but uh, I know I, I I was a little weirded out by the idea that you know the way that you bond with one of the whales is not you just stick your hair to it's like ear or whatever. It's you got to swim inside of it, which you got to
0: stick your tail into a tubula.
1: Sure. Um, <laughs> Isn't that what happened? Am I wrong? N- not really. Actually. <laughs> I, I thought it was kind of cool that it wasn't just like in the way that it was with the Ikron or the, uh, the other, I, I don't remember actually what the name of the, the sea bound one of them that they were using in the, the fight or whatever. But, uh, it wasn't just that they were using it to, like, communicate their intention to, like, hey, fly this way or dive down. There was actually their ability to, like, pass complex thoughts and yeah. memories. That was a pretty cool evolution of that as well, I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, yeah, the new introduction of, like, mechanics and stuff like that of, like, just, you know, increasing the depth of the lore is, is, is pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, there was... There's something else that I I was just thinking about a minute or two ago, and I don't, I don't remember what. It was. Um, just as far as again, it's it's a, it's all like within the confines of like this world and 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 how it all goes. And I don't know. I was thinking about something a, a minute or two ago, and I don't remember what it was. Now, um, do you have anything else? I'll see if I can kind of um dig it out. Not
0: really. I'm 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 like am obviously interested in seeing the next one. I was a little worried that I was going to be, I feel like I missed out by not seeing this movie in theaters, but the current, the way that my, this downstairs room is set up, like it's just such an ideal movie experience that like, I don't think I missed out at all. So that was kind of, kind of wonderful.
1: I liked seeing it both ways. It was cool seeing it on the big screen, but like I watched it on my TV and my TV is pretty good. And it was still great to watch it that way too. Yeah. Also,
0: I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try to get the next one in theaters. Um, really. Um, I don't know. I am curious, like the leaps, right? Like the, when the first one came out, it was like this technical Marvel. It was an achievement in a lot of things, including 3d photography. So like that was like, it was shot in 3d. It looked incredible. It was worth seeing in 3d it was wild new technology developed for the movie in this one. It just so clearly is like the best special effects that there are, and that's amazing. What's interesting is that the the next ones aren't that far away, so the sharpness and changes I aren't going to be like that drastic of a step forward. I feel like from for the next movie, I don't know. I doubted
1: him coming into this one, and I was wrong. I'm not going to doubt
0: him. Well, well, I do, I do want to just like just by virtue of time right like it's no i understand
1: it, I'm totally with you i just refuse to do it
0: i just well, i'm just curious like if it is going to lean more into storytelling um since they have like the tech kind of sorted out as far as this one was i mean granted they could just be sharpening it in different ways and it maybe maybe we'll blow us away no we'll see
1: it could be but, um and i'm also interested to see i mean he's already intimated you know the baton's been passed this isn't Jake Sully's story anymore it's the story of his kids. I mean Jake and Terry will still be there. Um, yeah. But um you know it's it's not his story anymore. It's, it's Which the I'm story of I'm, my family.
0: I'm okay with because uh what's his name? Sam Sam Worthington. He's he's kind of a he's kind of a snooze fest for me. I don't uh, <laughs> I, I don't like him. I, <laughs> he's, he's very boring.
1: Um I think that's a bit harsh but um
0: very boring in the roles that i've seen him in
1: i don't know i mean i think this is his role like this is his defining role boring guy no i'm an avatar but um
0: <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> boring at boring avatar i
1: don't know i liked him in the first one they didn't ask him <laughs> to do much in this one hmm. um but uh i don't know i mean i actually kind of liked him in going back to the beginning of our show i i liked him it was a small role in hacksaw ridge i, I thought he did a good job in that
0: i don't even remember
1: yeah, he's the uh the base commander when he's in basic training mm-hmm. um you know when it comes down the whole thing where he says i'm not gonna carry a gun or whatever when he's the one who is like trying to convince him to and like you know is oversees like basically like the 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 trial or the court-martial or whatever um not a huge role, but I don't. I, I liked him in that. It was uh, kind of understated. You call it the snooze fest. I, I, I thought there was a bit of nuance in that performance, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like I, th- I thought there was a bit of nuance in the, at least, in, at least in the first movie. This one, not not as much. Like I said, they didn't ask him to do much, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, he, he he plays a protective dad well. I thought I, you know, a, 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 you can argue overprotective dad who learns to. To uh, let go of the reins a bit, you know, and you can understand why. I mean, he's
0: he plays his a cliche military dad trying to be better.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's what it was, and mm-hmm. the one who succeeds. I mean, you know, it's it's a nice. <laughs> he he tries to make the the sacrifice for his his son, and you know they they find a way to, to compromise and and trust him, and they they get out barely, and then you know that scene when. The whale helps raise them to the surface, and he he finally tells his son, to, "You know the most important thing wasn't I'm proud of you or I love you or whatever. It's I see you." Yeah, that, oh. I, that's a it's a strong scene. I, I don't know. I liked that. He, yeah. he I think he did what was asked in this assignment, and it was just a lot less than the first one.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm glad it was less.
1: <laughs> um, uh. I remember. I remember the other <laughs> thing I was. I wanted to mention. Oh, what was it? Those angel fish. Things, the angel wing fish things. Oh, that helped them breathe? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Right?
0: That was Does, doesn't
1: make any sense. He sticks yeah, oh, to their back and makes them breathe. Zero I sense. Did, it was, I
0: love, yeah, I loved it. I just assumed, like, it's probably, it's probably way more invasive than, it's actually very violent. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it's, it, it inserts tendrils directly into your lungs, and uh, so that's why uh, you can breathe.
0: <laughs> um, no, it
1: doesn't make any sense, but I don't care, it's cool as hell.
0: No, was, yeah, exactly. Totally, I was totally fine with just being like, yep love it. Uh, the you know what I really loved is that they hand waved subtitles away
1: at a certain point in the movie.
0: <laughs> it was very early on. It was like uh, I started learning the language, and suddenly it was like I was speaking English again. And it was like, boom! I was like that I was like, I went oh, that was perfect.
1: They still, <laughs> they still occasionally go back to the subtitles. Though. they
0: only do it when they're on screen with somebody that doesn't speak the language. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Very, very, no, very rare.
1: The, the the big scene when, when, um, what, what the hell is Cliff Curtis' name in this movie? He's the one I was, I was struck. Tanawari. When Tanawari's trying to whip them up because the, they were hunting the Tulkan, um, didn't they use subtitles in that scene?
0: I don't think they, they did.
1: Because you're right. The it definitely most of this movie, when they do it, it's when there's a human on screen. Yeah. But, um,
0: I just thought that was great, because it's like, oh, this is cool, because we're going to be spending most of the time with the Na'vi and whatever these, the, what was it, the other group?
1: Well, the I'm Na'vi not... is, like, the general, it's like the equivalent of saying human.
0: Oh, but what are they, what do they call? So,
1: like, Natiri's people were the Omatakaya. Oh, right, 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 right. And right. The, the, the ocean people were the, I think, the Mekaina.
0: Okay, so, then I was right then. Say, since we're going to spend most of the time with the Na'vi, that it was, like, we're not gonna. We're, we're, this is not life is beautiful. This is like we want you to. We want you to look at the screen, not the subtitles. That was exactly why they yeah. did it. It's a hundred percent why. Oh yeah,
1: I don't object at
0: all. I <laughs> just thought it was really funny. Um, I was like, you can't. I was like, you can try to skirt around this all you want. You just blatantly explained away the subtitles, and I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you had a long time to think about how he's gonna do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty let's good. just have
1: let's just have Jake make a joke in narration, and we just won't do it anymore.
0: <laughs> if you plug yourself into this tree, you can hear every language.
1: Just like if you plug yourself into this fish, you can breathe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Ridiculous. All right, do you have any closing thoughts on this one?
1: No, this is good. I think we gave this its, its proper due. I think this has I been agree. some of the best actual movie talk we've had in a while.
0: So. I agree. It was it was an entertaining watch for sure. Um, You know what? So you you know know how you know it's good. It was three hours and fifteen minutes. I didn't have to pause it to pee
1: once. I mean that's how it was in the theater. Um, Yeah, I had to break it up this time because like I started watching it late Saturday night. I watched a little bit of it late Monday night. Watched the rest of it and was up too late last night. So it was like it was just because you know it's (laughs) three hours fifteen and I had to split up into basically three one hour watches. Cause I didn't have three unencumbered hours to watch it.
0: Anymore. Well, that was, that was one thing that struck me during it. I was like, man, like as, as I was like, I would really love to rewatch this movie, like at various times, but like, definitely want to see these scenes again. I was like, but it's, it's a heavy investment to rewatch it. So it would have to be
1: in, well, I think it's easier to rewatch that way. I wouldn't have wanted to watch this the yeah, first yeah, yeah. time this way, but I already got to see it all in one shot once. So I was okay with rewatching it this way. I don't feel like it suffered on rewatch. I still really liked it. Yeah. No. Um, no, I, Well, I think the other thing is, it, it sounded like you were a bit hesitant going into this one, like you weren't like hot on it, and you yeah. enjoyed it, right? Yeah, so I did. Mission accomplished, right?
0: Yeah, they did it. They did it. I mean, I granted, I feel like I was expecting a 7, and I got a 7, and I'm happy okay, with that. That's fine. I'm totally fine. Um, but definitely, definitely worth watching. Um, all right. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Flicks in a 6. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you have a movie for us to review or nuggets for us to discuss, you can send those requests to flicksandthesix six at thespinchoon.com. Tune in next week for more movie and beer goodness. Until then, I'm Anthony Costanzo.
1: And I just cracked my neck.
0: Thanks for coming out.